day break, spend every day on the pavement Envying my neighbours, ashamed of my stained trainers Answering the door every day to the same bailiffs Rearranging dates and explaining the late payments This ain't no kind of game, my life isn't Playstation Still I wish they made a memory card I could save face with Looking at my old penny jar, I would save changing Now shit's getting overly hard to remain patient I'm wishing I could switch up with you and exchange places Like estate agents, but I'm still stuck in the same matrix Yo, what's going on? You're now locked into the Arkid podcast. I go by the name of Bison Briggs and I'm joined as always alongside Jay Gringo Green. And today we've got a special guest in, Mr. 11, 12 million views yep. on one battle. Aye. Mr. Shoot Hill. Aye. Mr. Voice of Man City. Mr. What, what else do I call yourself? Um, actor. Actor, yeah. yeah actor, yeah. Slaughter. Yeah. yeah. Make some noise for Shot Yoda. Thank you, thank you very much. This has been Shotty Yeah, so that was a and great week. We've got <laughs> yeah. So we're going to the, the battle rap a little bit later. We'll talk mm. about everything there. For anyone that do not know Shotty, uh, go and check his music out, Shotty Horror. Um, spelled with a H because he hates it when you spell it with an R. I, I mean, you've probably done what? How long have you been spitting, as in rapping now, for? Since, since I've known you, and that's probably 15 years, but before, before then. Before that, um, it's 20 years. 20 years you've been rapping yeah I was 12 when I started and didn't and never stopped I've been listening to you since uh, remember that mercenary squad video the most shots for the chest set of a guy that a bitch in that video <laughs> obviously you remember it you yeah, was yeah. there <laughs> 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 yeah. believe it or not it was him yeah, nah, yeah. But, uh, do you remember that yeah, yeah um, I still listen to that now and dance yeah <laughs> honestly put it on yeah. <laughs> outside I just thought um, G unit t-shirt on yeah none of I know yeah <laughs> fucking yeah <laughs> so, my, oh mate them was the times but um, that was like when Manchester was like not even Manchester YouTube was brand new I don't even think yeah. I don't even think YouTube was a proper it wasn't thing, was intended it? for YouTube it was for Just a DVD a it was for Golden's DVD if you remember there oh, was the DVD shit, yeah. scene was booming GSI and like um that's when Smack and all that from the States was quite yeah. What was that shop it was in town like, that you used to sell them all? Eastern Block. Eastern yeah, Eastern. Yeah. And it was because of um, Lord of the Mike's Risky Roads yeah. and the London movement. Then GSI and a bunch of other people was doing it up north. Yeah. Because people wasn't getting coverage up there. But Golden was someone that was fit going about and filming. Well, Golden was brum based, wasn't he? So yeah. he was between Manchester. He jumps on and yeah. raps on there as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that, that was one of the first videos I ever seen. I mean, that, I think it was on quarter of a million views the last time I checked. Yeah, and someone else. Yeah, most of them was me though. That, <laughs> that, that video was before YouTube was was. That was something yeah. saved on yeah. a USB stick. Oh, that weren't. Yeah. Someone else that, uploaded it. I wasn't even affiliated with anything. Because I can I've done a good two hundred and twenty thousand on that. So I'm not saying <laughs> just thirty thousand. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell the clip was for something else because, like, you say when you go on YouTube, it is on some random guys. Yeah, it's not like a GSI page. Yeah, or... there's two clips going about. There's one that's like titled "Shotty Rigs Golden Shifty." Yeah, and then there's one titled "Shotty Heavy," and it was the "Shotty Heavy" one that went off. So yeah. this is just someone had saved them on the phone from when the when the footage. Yeah, YouTube's come about and they yeah. threw it up, and they just banged it up there. On from there, what I used to listen to for yourself after there was like the arm response stuff. Yeah, and wow, yeah. It's like you and Caliber, was it? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Caliber. Yeah, wow. and even when you used to work with Chris Evans, uh, yeah. Youngster, what was that? Yeah. Uh, what was that called? North, North City, City Entertainment, it? yeah. Yeah, and yeah. And then, um, yeah, man, Mercenary, North City, all that was kind of going on about the same time, yeah. When did you start <laughs> oh spitting? God. Do you remember, like, the first bar you wrote sort of thing? Yeah, it was terrible. Absolutely. Do you know it? 
So nothing changed? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even remember it, really. What got do you, you remember that it, though? Don't you? I can tell he remembers yeah, it. Do you remember it? Tell us. his face. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, you can hold the mic if you want us, bet. <laughs> what got you into spitting, though? Like, was he... It was swearing, um, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was that young. Uh, the first thing I heard was Prince. Yeah. When he goes, you sexy motherfucker. I was like, what? Because he says sexy motherfucker, innit? And yeah. I was a little kid. And I was blown away. And I always wanted to hear that word just because I was like... So Prince said to kid. you personally, personally, you're a sexy motherfucker God. when you were a kid. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a new one. <laughs> Newsflash. <laughs> All right, sorry to but, um Then my brother took me to my other cousin's house and was like, yo, there's loads of other music with swearing yeah. in it. And then was showing me all the swearing music, and that just happened to be hip hop. It yeah. was Tupac, Cypress Hill, um, Snoop Dogg, Bone Folks, and then my big brother was like really into Tupac, and it seemed like he was into Tupac for like not very long. Like he yeah. only just got into him, and then Tupac died. So then even the hype was even bigger big, than yeah. all that. But I always remember that because um, my nano was called Sylvia so we call her Syl and I used to think Cypress Hill was called was <coughs> a woman called Cypress Syl because the <laughs> voice was so high I just didn't get it yeah. and one day because my brother and my cousin was always like yo don't tell your mum that you're listening to this yeah and one day I'm like oh yeah we was listening to Cypress Cypress Hill and Tupac and that and like <laughs> my mum went mad but because yeah. your Jordan used to spit back in the day when I first met you. Whole family, pretty much. Like, all the boys that grew up around the same age, me, Jordan, Dale, everyone was... Are you the only one that still does it now? Yeah. Who was the best? It depended what day it was. <laughs> Dale was just... Your Jordan good. was pretty good. Yeah, it was just <laughs> good. It's just, we just was into different sides of... So Dale was super into, like, grime and, like, roll deep and scratchy. Yeah. And but if he's battled now on Apex, who would be the best? Probably uh, them too because of, <laughs> of the secrets, you know. <laughs> you might get them out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they were good. Then Jordan went on to do uh, like vo- vocal in, in a metal band and all that. Like he's the singer in a band called Seru. And then my cousin Dale went on to be an actor. He's doing Coronation Street and all yeah. that stuff and that. So they're doing well as well. And then my little cousin, Bobby. Yeah. Robin Knights yeah Robin Knights as people know her on the scene and that she's smashing it she's a rapper coming up so it's in the blood it's in the family it's mad out it's the whole family it is I've got to put up with Jamie for mine like, I don't know you used to try and get your kid to rap and that <laughs> you were talking about that in the car oh, young one Ash young one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that in the car but when that came out on YouTube so that was about when was that probably about 2000 uh, probably early 2000s wasn't yeah, it 2002 2000. did that have any sort of difference on people knowing because what I remember about you yeah when I before I knew who you was I knew Calibre first anyway yeah, just yeah. through wow this is old that through AOL instant messenger I met Calibre on a forum yeah like a rap forum mad. what really happened <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a mad made up story no, like, <laughs> so back when, I, when the internet first come out yeah I remember this because my username was LubyY2K1 yeah that's how old this is um, and I've met Calibre on a rap website we got talking and all and um, I think we just started like showing each other back like it was text battling back then no yeah. one had a mic like you couldn't afford a mic if you had a mic you were posh Yeah. so it was text battling <laughs> fucking talking to Calibre for years and then he mentioned you and I didn't know who he was at the time and he was just like weird 
everyone knew the name Shotty, but no one knew what you looked like. No one yeah. knew where you lived. None, no one had access to your music. Yeah, there was just a guy called Shotty that everyone kind of knew of in Manchester. Yeah, where did that sort of come from? Because I was really into like a naughty life and a naughty lifestyle when like you're a kid in Manchester coming up in that and like the oldies are all naughty guys and all that you're more into that and you're more like sold on that to get money and do whatever and so the what I wasn't really everyone used to say oh you're slacking this and that but I wasn't really focused on trying to be a rapper trying to be a rapper I was doing whatever little bits I was doing and then I would always rap though yeah I loved it like and I was super knowledgeable about the whole thing, whether it was battle rap, grime, hip hop, whatever it was. Super knowledgeable, always kept up with everything, always rapping. And just loads of people just always like, yo, you have to do it. So yeah. I, and I knew that the stuff I was doing was advanced as well. Yeah. So then I think I just felt left out when everyone else had projects out. Yeah, because it was about the time Shifty was out, yeah, Riggs, yeah. Licks. Yeah, and you know me, I'm one of them when other people say other people are the best at something that I feel I'm better than. Yeah. I'll, I will pipe up and start talking. So I think it was like them times, like all these new guys come out. I used to literally think I was the only rapper in Manchester. Yeah. And I was like, yo, and I felt like a weirdo and that. Then, like you say, with the AOL and Cali yeah. and all that, I remember my first night on that. When I got my, because hey, you lot had been set up and that. I can't time. believe you's got the internet and the first thing you did was rap battle. Yo. I'd have been like, ah! <laughs> 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 did you get me? The thing is, then, the internet wasn't good enough to load a porno. It was like, Fuck go- you, Moss, if you waited long enough. It's like LimeWire trying to download a picture of Pedro. Yeah, you have to LimeWire. Yeah, that's why we went on different paths. I was thrashing, you were rapping. It was basically, you would sit at home you'd be in online audio tournaments text tournaments you'd be watching um smack P- smack yeah, yeah. dvd and stuff like that bootlegs shit like that fight club all that kind of stuff but also there was that was so brand new we was already just out on the street like they just caught the footage of us just out on the street rapping yeah, spitting yeah. on the corners and that like that's the way it was that's just what we was doing it was just like a a fin- mad thing I think the scene misses that now because everyone's got like you know you're firing the booths yeah. you're mixtape madness and all that sort of stuff you never really see anyone spitting on tape anymore yeah the Manchester yeah. yeah it's mad it's weird like people often like once you find the fastest way into something everyone takes that as the only way in. yeah and they forget all the other routes that are there and people do like and that and I think stuff like that just people out and on the, on the block spitting and yeah. all that it's it's a pastime now. This is what I always find mad. Really. Just jumping a bit further into the future, like especially when you got into it and I got into it at the start. Like you was on Market Street at nine in the morning selling mixtapes till yeah. one in the afternoon, yeah. pissing down rain. Yeah. People have to do that now because the internet's there. They can throw a song on SoundCloud yeah. and blow up overnight. Yeah. But it's hard. I think it's hard to maintain a career doing that because everyone just jumps from the next person to the next person. Now you get the odd ones like yeah. H, Just Banco, who have that one song that blows them up massively but you get the guys who have one song and then can't really maintain it after that because yeah. they've got no fan base the fan base is what is hot right now sort of thing yeah do you think artists struggle with that now or yeah definitely I think artists uh, struggle because fans are becoming fans of genres yeah. and sounds more than 
the artist and the producer as well. The producer got way more power than the producer have back in the yeah. day, which is a good thing. Like, yeah, the producer should be getting the rights and stuff. But the all music across all genres right now is very much instrumentation based in it. Like, what's a banging beat and all yeah, that, yeah. a lot of the rappers. But can you say Yeah, and so you get what you get a thing where even guys who are absolutely dope rappers don't do that anyway. They just yeah, they'll bring it down a few steps just to to get a banging tune to get it put out there I think you can tell the difference with some artists like look at Bugsy for example Bugsy did a couple of freestyles that blew him up the chipmunk thing yeah. but because he's been rapping for so long and he's done the graft at sort of like the base level people could go back and look at his back catalogue and go yeah. fucking hell it's been about for years whereas a lot of the kids who have got one SoundCloud song they've got nothing else to go and look at they've not done anything else yeah and that's hard to tour that how do you tour that exactly well I was having this conversation with someone else the other day like these kids were getting say 10 million views on a song they put on YouTube yeah. not getting booked nowhere yeah. they don't know they don't, they, have, they don't have a 45 minute set to go and perform anywhere because they have two songs yeah uh, it's difficult but I mean when you started writing at the start sort yeah. of thing was you writing songs or was it just bars bars just bars I didn't have a clue how to structure anything I didn't know when I very first started rapping there was no scene at all you have to go back what 20 years there was no scene at all in the UK especially yeah. not like that I liked and especially not in Manchester yeah later on down the line I found certain people and whatnot but as far as what I believed because there wasn't an internet these geezers weren't on the TV or the radio yeah I just thought I'm the only one yeah you know I mean the radio was a magic place at one point wasn't it that's it if you get on there everyone knows you and that's all I wanted to do so but I knew I need to be able to rap really sick and that's all I thought that you have to yeah. do and I, I was that young when I started and there wasn't much education as far as there wasn't a guy down the road that had just gone gold on Grime Daily or whatever do you yeah, know what I mean yeah. 10, 20 rappers before you have laid the foundations in the Manchester scene or yeah. whatever that weren't there we was just like boom and I didn't have no clue what rapping was so I like for the first year 12 to 13 I rapped in an American accent. Yeah, same. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, you still do, don't you? <laughs> no, shit. <laughs> no, y'all. <laughs> because I just thought it was like I just thought it was singing. Yeah. And all singers back then, even the British singers, used an American accent. When you listen yeah, to yeah. it, it wasn't. They weren't sounding. So that's like all you listened to, wasn't it? There was no. Well, so there was. It was like old school Taz and all that. Remember there was, Taz? And there's certain things big up to them. No disrespect yeah. to them. It just didn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it was. Over London, overly London for me. Yeah, do you know <laughs> nah, what I mean? I get that. Or or parts of British culture that I want to escape. For yeah, enough views, I'll do this show in America next time. I'll be y'all. Welcome to the hell I get, but no, it was like, It just seemed like that that kind of British hip hop at the time. No disrespect to anybody if anyone watches it. It just felt to me like there was over flying the flag and trying to represent it, yeah, talking yeah. about strange parts of our culture that it's like it's not really it's like just to be english yeah and like there was so it didn't really appeal to me as a kid later on in life it appealed to me but as a kid yeah i'm just like nah i want to be gangster shit and like fucking g unit and 50s all that shit well a bit before that, yeah. that but then when they come along that was like yeah but um them times early on i just wanted to write but i didn't know when the verse would start yeah. when the, when the shit would end and I didn't really take in that there needed to be good choruses yeah, yeah. it was just like yo I need to write the sickest rhymes and my formula for writing rhymes was 
the and I thought I had the secret. When I was like fourteen or something, fifteen, I realized like you have to rhyme the last two words. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I had the secret with that. <laughs> yeah, and then everyone does it now. Nah, everyone does it. <laughs> but like, I had a good run with that for a, a long time, where everyone was like, "I don't why know why you mean, but you show me that in a bit." And then I realised it was the last two syllables. And these days, obviously, when you get more into it, you long in the tooth like me and whatnot, it's, you call it multisyllabic rhymes yeah, and yeah. stuff. But I would just say, "Oh, the last two words or the last two sounds." trying to advance your writing sort of thing so that was it and then I'd overdo it I'd over nerd yeah. it out you have to go super complex to come back to yeah. just like something that people can ac- actually consume and that yeah. so I would just spend all day going through pads and pads and pads and pads just trying PlayStation to going dusty or whatever it is going dusty just and I literally spent five years every second of the day trying to be the best rapper in the world and studying every rapper and just yeah. go nope I hate him he's crap I'd never rap like him fuck that guy I yeah. don't like that guy this guy's dope boom and then figured out what I thought my, what I wanted about the game and hip hop and tried to like take that. that yeah but I mean bringing Jamie into this sort of thing so you're probably the guy that I know who has the best knowledge of Manchester music out of anyone at, like if you boom, boom. try and ask Jamie to give you a bar from 2003 from Shifty album you'll probably know it is Sick. weird like I've never heard of Shotty though <laughs> <laughs> Shotty well, you to be next question because <laughs> obviously I, I knew Shotty through Calibre and stuff shout out to Calibre you probably time. had like no idea of I mean no because to be fair you was listening to the Manchester music at the same time I was what was you did you like know who Shotty was at that time or the first thing for me, like I said, was that video. Um, I think I was already onto Shifty in that by then. Yeah, and Shifty then was I, fucking smacking it, man. He was when, massive. When, when, when I seen that video, then I was a big fan of yours from there onwards. Yeah. But taking it back to the old Manchester scene, who was your favourite artist back then? When when it was because for me that That's time there is better than. Yeah, I like it was that. popping off. No one's ever asked me like that. That's a sick question. Like every the whole school of the whole class of people we come up with, I feel like. And people will probably get mad and whatnot, but I feel like that was one of the best eras of oh, music. Oh, million percent mixtapes and everything yeah. from anywhere. I'd swap that for now. Yeah, if you know what I mean. If you yeah, could definitely. swap to say that. But to it, the Manchester, the underground Manchester scene, like Shifty, Briggs, Hypes. Yeah. You know, Mercs. Dino. Um, Dino. Like, there's so many insane guys on the scene. You know, and then that's just the grime scene. Yeah. We could go into that so deep we could be here all day but then you also had like virus in the broken english old man or uk team at the time which turned yeah. into body rock no body rock turned into uk team and the scene was sick and we'd all be at like the same types of shows or you'd see them on market street yeah. or whatnot like that and the ones the ones i would really be just be like when they was doing their thing and just be like whoa was Hypes, Manchester Hypes. He was just called Hypes back then. Yeah, and he used to have this uh, H double black Peter the Eight. Yeah, and he was he was he was one of the best performers I'd ever seen. Yeah, and he was just one of the best at that point. Do you know when like you just think you're coasting? I'm like I'm the greatest. I'm just coasting. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna go all the way. This is no one's no one's testing my pen. Yeah, and then come across Hypes. 
and it was like a Ryu and Ken thing, like yeah, some Dragon Ball Z shit. I was like, what? Like a Barbie and Ken thing. Like a Barbie and Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I said Ryu and Ken. Um, and it's just like, yo. And then when we got speaking, me and Hypes again through like Caliber and that. Yeah. Um, when we got speaking, he was like, uh, oh, tell you your favorite rapper. He's like Graf. And Match. same with me at the yeah. time. So we just go over, talk about graph stuff yeah. all the time. And me and Hypes kind of help each other figure out that multi-syllabic yeah. shit that we was talking about before, how to crack that code and the healthy like competitiveness between me and him made us both super yeah. sick MCs. But also, you have Riggs and Shifty. That's fucking crazy. Riggs is one of the best lyricists from the UK ever. Yeah. We were talking about Riggs the other day, weren't we? He was crazy. The man said, you're not really real. See, you're fucked when I put my hands on you like a steering wheel. That was his, that was the bar. As soon as whatever like sh- uh, show he was at, whether it was a clash or a rave, he Say would be that. like, Reload. you're not really real. Yeah. He was the guy to me as well. Like He was such a sick guy because we had similarities in the flow patterns. I could tell yeah. you listen to Bone Folks and Free Six and people who was using triplet flow patterns. Yeah. And he was one of the first people to apply it to the Manchester scene and bare people was like, took influence from that, definitely. Well, this is what I was kind of saying about, so listen to what you then, Jay. Um, the graph that everyone had from that time yeah. when we first started is the reason a lot of them are still getting booked now. Yeah. Like, People that people go, oh, Children of Zeus are, are new. They're not. Connie Con no. has been around since broken English days. They was those people that inspired me. Mate, I was. They was up there. They was there before me. Get on this one. So I've been with Billy for twelve years now. When I first got with Billy, yeah, I just started making music, and I said I've I've completed what I want to do in music when I work with Tyler Daly. That's yeah. how old and obviously yeah. how younger was. What yeah. it was called Hoodman then. Yeah. Um, and they're pretty much selling out shows around the world at the minute. Yeah. You've got yourself doing everything you're doing, platinum singles and everything. Then yeah. you've got DRS, Broken English, Strategy, touring the world, doing everything on yeah. sort of the drum and bass scene, bass line scene and stuff like that. Everyone from that era, apart from the ones who have quit, have still got that sort of booking level to them. They yeah. are getting booked everywhere. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are missing that graft. I think as well what what a part of that is as well is I think the Manchester scene no matter whether it was indie rock and roll which is something I'm a part of as well or hip hop or whatever it is just Manchester people we don't really fall in with that ageism kind of thing yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean we never was really like oh you washed once you're this age yeah. or we're not trying to hear it once you're this age we just like sick shit no so, I think it is as well I think London had that's where all the labels was like back in the day you couldn't get signed if you're from Manchester unless yeah. you fucked off and went to London yeah so you didn't have that thing of oh you've got to be under 30 so you can be a poster on a girl's wall it was like yeah. don't matter we're, man- we're not getting signed anyway we'll just make Manchester music and the music just gets better more refined yeah. more refined as it's like using Tyler and um, Connie as a, an example Connie was with Broken English for so for long. Yeah, mate. I remember DJing at the old Dolt Flop events and that, like. Plus, he would DJ for some of the biggest artists in the yeah. world when there would be it. Um, Tyler, Body Rock, UK team, done so much, but then struck gold when they did the Children of Zoo stuff. And I was in the I, studio at the time when they started, like, 
when back Connie's and forth. there. I love that. All the Hoodman and Whitaker and stuff, though, yeah. when he did that, when them yeah. two were Sick. together as a team, UK that was team unreal. Yeah. Well. Yeah. UK yeah. team were well yeah. too far advanced that, for what, the time they came out. If they were out now, they would be so Do you know what's true as well? Me, Tim Westwood actually said that to me and Tyler when we went on the Westwood show. Me and Tyler won this competition. You remember this competition? Yeah, yeah when you did the, the show, um, the Apollo one. To perform at the thing and that. Um, they couldn't decide which one was winning. But he didn't know me and him was boys. Like yeah. he was my he was the guy everyone looked up to in high school. He was like my older in high school. Me and him are cool, he's in my brother's year. So when me and him both got wind of that, we just was like, yo, we'll just share the slot and do whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll just splice one of our tunes, take my verses off one tune and just put on one of his tunes. So we did that and it was a bit of a hook up on was the it stage. Baby you alone or something, was it? Yeah, and I put my verses on it and we messed up a little like the thing because we'd never rehearsed it enough yeah. and it was in front of eight thousand people at like the Apollo. <laughs> but it, we, we styled it, it was lit. It was all everyone was there, all dappy and all these people. But then um we um bumped into Westwood. No no we went to the radio. We to oh, promote right, yeah, it with yeah, him. Yeah. Um and he started saying to Tyler how about like, oh do you know what, yeah, you're you've always been way ahead of your time. Um, there wasn't no scene yeah. it, before this and nothing he's saying look there weren't even a dizzy rascal when you was about this and that and you was rapping this yeah. like, multi-syllabic intense shit and that Cause Tyler's like cool cool and then when Westwood goes on air he calls him Tyler Green I was like me and Tyler was just like <laughs> yeah, for fucking yeah I love your music you know what it is yeah Tyler Green he's like we're here with Shorty Huron Tyler Green I just said our names wrong <laughs> and we just like, are you for fucking real bro do you know who this man is remember that dub plate drama was it Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Played, uh, he used to watch that just to see him. Played was Warren, a proper fan of the Manchester. Well, yeah. Still, I'm a fan of the Manchester stuff. I used to um, when when we moved in because Tyler had a, a sick studio in like North Manchester yeah. area, and it was like infamous in the scene. Everyone used to go there, and, and then I was renting a room out, renting like a full studio out of his base, and it was insane just to be in like the next room and hear him doing his tunes and hear him the way yeah. he makes his shit to, and, and puts it together and like, do you remember that studio he's used to have in um, the one I come with you I was about 14 years old it was underneath like a shop yeah, yeah. in Harper <laughs> yeah wow you done a song there Ganja Baby la yeah. la 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 do you Yo, remember that yeah. that's what song you yeah, done that, that day was, that was yeah my building I finessed the full building <laughs> and got like there was an apartment upstairs there was it was mental and then I had the studio in the basement and it was like in the, in the centre of Harper if people from our parade know, you know about the Photoshop yeah. the next to the furniture shop and shit. That was the first the time I did a you in there. That yeah. was the first time. Yeah. But, um, wow, what's the hook now? Welcome to the area. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the neighborhood. <laughs> what are you doing around these parts? It's crazy blood. Wow. True. <laughs> yeah, it was that bad back That's then crazy. as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it back to the old Manchester scene. Yeah. Is there anyone you wish you would have got a chance to work with that you didn't? Who you was a fan of from that scene? Because there were so many people who was part of that scene. Um, it's quite divided back then as well, wasn't it? Yeah, but I was, I was the guy that w was cool with everyone. I kind of got around it. I, at one point, I was in No Fear. I was in Hit em Up. I was in Mayhem. No, I wasn't in Mayhem. That's a lie. I was Mercenary. in Mercenary, not Mayhem. I was in Mercenary, Hit em Up, No Fear. High Rise. High Rise. I'd been in a few different crews, and I was one of the people that was always uniting yeah, the scene yeah. together and shit. I started chilling with you and Young. I always wanted to just bring everyone together and that. So I, I think I did get to work with almost everyone. Um, Fiasco 
I would have loved to. I think sonically and that and styles, yeah. me and him would have been sick. Me and Shifty have done some sick stuff that never came out and I did so much music with all them guys that never came out. Yeah. Like full album with Hit 'em Up, um, full album with Riggs. Me and Riggs had a full album called Flow Cabulary. Yeah. And it was the at the time my proudest work, you know, yeah. one of my favourite MCs in the world. Me and we both just and we actually was in the studio together in that studio where yeah. you're talking about boom, just crushing it out, it was sick. What was the album you had with? That never came out either. Was it DRS? Kanichiwa? Kanichiwa. I've got so many albums that never came out. I've got so I got songs with the new generation, yeah. with Naps, with um, 24K, with. Just never come out. They're just not out. Like, Is there any reason for um, that? Or just, just can we find them? Time? I can ju- I'm going to just put out a, like a thing at some point with just absolutely everything. Everything on it. Um, the arcade mixtape. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I did do I, I did the wall as well, and I let the I left the wall up for two months, and yeah. the wall's one of my best pieces of work. Five tracks, yeah. yeah. I, so there's five tracks on that on the wall, and I just I thought I'm just gonna put this up for two months and delete it, yeah, and then just see what happens. So if you've got the wall, upload it, share it, give it to whoever. We've got it. We'll put it out. There you go. What, the, have you got song. the five the five tracks? I think so. Yeah. Before yeah. Three, Tattoo baby, give a. F- Wait, yeah. I couldn't name them all. That was like a sick part <laughs> of my career because we was in uh, the studio in Middleton. Yeah. And um, Mosh team, team was... Was that brand new then? Yeah, and that was like, one of my favourite parts of my career. Like, the Mosh team, when we got that, the full group together, yeah. and we was doing our... our to be our fair, stuff, I think we so was the, the first crew that had people from all over Manchester and part mate I remember we'd be set, set my team up and people used to be like oh look at that white boy shit there they mean, yeah, people yeah, didn't yeah. get the crew thing at all yeah yeah because we it, had masks on yeah, stage yeah. and all that and now everyone does all that yeah we was like proper turn up like mosh pits stage diving water guns full of like alcohol and like <laughs> we tried bringing a performance element a rock element to yeah we just was like yo things. just gonna be who we are I think that's when everything started working for us when you're young you try and fit in yeah. and you try and be part of this scene but you don't realise is whatever you're seeing that's that position's taken now for you in, for, in order yeah. for you to see it it means it exists so you can't go there I think like, all of us were at the end of what we were like when I, when I joined Moss Team I was at that point where it was like I can't be asked to do music anymore yeah you'd been in a point where you'd met every label and stuff and it never just seemed to tick over to that next step yeah. for you Illa was the same as me and Misfits then you had Edgy, Edgy was in UK team, that yeah. kind of fell apart for him. Yeah. And then obviously the young, like, Words came through as Brandon Blizzard was in my yeah, team for so a week. Words, so, we met him at a photo shoot. All I was that, there, we'd done a yeah, side yeah. But them kind of things as well came from the Lifer as well. Yeah. Like, once soon as the Lifer came in, then Words came in, who's now known as Sleazy. Yeah. Camo came in. Black Josh. Yeah. And. Yeah, it was sick. See, I remember movement. being buzzing when like, movement. I was a big The Life of Riley fan, like a massive The Life of Riley fan. I remember I was going, we should get this guy in. That was a dream team. It was an absolute dream team. Still got the album. Still got it on our drive. We just should just make a big thing and just put it out. So in your perspective, what was the reason that Moss team, say, fell apart, disbanded? <clears throat> because in my perspective, we couldn't stick to a plan that we had and sometimes we'd agree to certain things and then time goes by we're not with each other and then when it comes back to doing it the way we all agreed to doing it 
people's ideas might have changed and might be something new going on for them and whatnot. And it was it was just all a bit. Too many chefs in the political. Kitchen. Yeah, political. What are you trying to say? It was our kids' fault. Nah, <laughs> no one's fault. <laughs> no one's Sorry. fault. I think. Um, I think. People was just like you say. It wasn't the era of crews at that moment, and everyone was good enough to be a solo act. Um, and I was already like a few steps ahead on the outside uh, you know over people what's the word well, like, you was uh, doing the battling stuff as well yeah at that so point. I had more, a little more at the time notoriety more people and I was making my push for the mainstream so kind of needed at that time the crew behind me but then what we came up with and what we noticed was this isn't a crew of people that can be behind an act this is a crew of stars do you know what I mean so it's selfish of me and it would be lazy of them to not crack on and do what they did. And if you look like Josh did amazing, Sleazy did amazing, Bracey did amazing. The other lads had kids and stuff and they'll, they'll get back to the court at some point. But, um, and it's like, I've got it all over me. It's for life, innit? Like, Is it something you miss the most seeing? I do, I miss that because it's always mosh. Me, it's me and him as mosh is always, that's always that. Um, but I do miss when we had the more, the most numbers and it was a, yeah. a full firm but it's like I'm also happy and proud for what everyone else did beyond that as well because if it would have just been mush because it did start getting a bit like toxic yeah, mean. everyone's beefing with each other yeah. and arguing. And that. And I think that's what the podcast is doing at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, between me and him, yeah. I'm like, ah. I think the thing with Moss Team as well is like people don't realize we had two songs out. Yeah. And Amazing! Everyone was, was getting booked all over. Like, obviously, you the, had the battle thing, anyways. People knew who you was. Yeah. But like, we was doing shows all over. People yeah. were buying merch from around the world. Like, it was doing. Like, I had one. Did you? <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. But I, I remember the most weekly videos. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I think we got set. There was a few of them that were set. I think we got impatient as well. Like, we kept changing the album. We I think overall we did three different albums. Yeah. Because we did available for bar mitzvahs, weddings, and funerals. Yeah. Um, we had, that, was, that was when it was just me, you and Illitant, Mosh yeah, Team. Yeah. Um, then we did Mosh Life, which was the main album. Yeah. And then I think we did uh, Edgy put NWO out, New World Order, yeah, yeah. Mosh, uh, Mosh World Order. Yeah. Mm. What do you think the reason that they all, let's not say one, not fell apart, like disbanded? What was your interpretation of what happened? I just think um, everyone had their own shit going on everyone was I had more solo the majority of the lads Josh Josh already left before it split up um, everyone was kind of leaving wasn't they yeah everyone had their own ideas of what they wanted to do I had my own path um, and we all just tend to we just disagreed and then lack of communication made other parts of the crew think it was something else that it wasn't um, but yeah it's always bare love those arguments and shit and like heated arguments at the time but when you look back it's bollocks do his bollocks yeah when you look back they're, they're pretty daft I think it was all just frustration at the end wasn't it like yeah. everyone was frustrated with the way it was going um, mainly because we let's be fair we had, we had a fan base we had no music out yeah. every time we did make music it changed um, then it was just like 
I think it was just getting to that point. We're not making enough money to sustain it consistently. Yeah. <laughs> the, the members who was in Mossim, these all still get on? Uh, most of us, yeah. Uh, obviously. By most of us then, so no. That's the answer. Yeah, yeah. but it's not like, an, I don't think it's a, a don't like you sort of mm-hmm. thing. No. Like. Not on my part. <laughs> Sorry, my asthma's flared up a little bit. But <laughs> right. I think um, out of all the members who was in Mosh team, I only have like constant communication with one and then I'm quite uh, I'm, I have a lot of communication still with Sleazy or who was known as Words at the time but everyone else I don't really have much communication with oh, I speak to yeah me, me, all, me all day first, every day right, yeah I but, always speak to him because my mum's mate. mum makes <laughs> my little cousin I think yeah. it's one of the things like say I speak to Illa now and again we'll keep in touch yeah. now and again I'll drop Drop a message to him, he'll drop one back. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's just got. Yeah, it's like with Delifer, for example, I've not fell out with Delifer, we just don't speak as much as I probably want to. Oh, that's it. He's yeah. had kids. Um, with myself, like, still speak to Raptor, obviously. I've yeah, not spoken to him for a, properly for a bit, but still speak to him. That's because he's not got a phone. You've got to fucking send your brain thing yeah. up to speak <laughs> yeah, to him. Yeah, you know yeah, signs in Twitter every once in a while. Shout that, out Raptor. And I left Raptor out of that then when I said that because I do talk to Raptor as well. When I say Mosh team, I say I mean Sedwim, innit? And yeah. if you know about Sedwim, Sedwim was our other name, like our alter ego, S-E-D-W-I-M-V, and that was Shorty, Edge, Words, Hillock. Monk. Well, you've done it wrong there. Shit. Sedwin was shot at Edge, the lifer. That's it. <laughs> Words, Illa, Monk, Briggs. Briggs, Sedwin. Yeah. That's B. Yeah. Briggs. Just silent B on you. Swedbim. Sedwin. Sedwin. Yeah, no Sedwin. wonder that band didn't work. Sedwin. <laughs> <laughs> up on <laughs> next, we've got Sedwin. Fucking how are these cunts? That was just something that we had amongst ourselves, which meant like. The original members. It was like a biker's type of. Was all our secret handshakes and that? No, we no. should have. That was <laughs> like, to be fair, it's like when we did music videos. We all worked on them, and it was always directed by Sedwin. It was never. Yeah, yeah. Directed by one person. Edited by one. Fucking Sedwin. It worked. Sedwin. It worked. Oh it worked my God. God. Leave your comments here. Yeah. I'm in a new group called Sedwin. <laughs> Sedwim. Fuck's sake. Whim. Going out on a whim. Said that fucking oh my god, you got Sedwin on. It actually came from like when we would be abbreviating who was on what tune or wherever, yeah. or I would it would be me or someone would be putting just the letter next to it, do you know what I mean? So me and him would be one time I just went So one time I just went, Oh shit, Sedwin. Then, was, it. was your proper high? I, I love it. <laughs> Which Always, is super high. But yeah, I, I just means shed win. What did you say? Shed win. That just means original, original members, isn't it? But yeah, <laughs> so like with the Mosty thing, um, I think everyone's doing all that. Like I speak to words, probably not as much as a, what yeah, I speak yeah. to words every now and again when I see him. Words is busy. He's got good music. <laughs> uh, Josh, I was in Croatia with Josh. I've seen him at um, that uh, children's. We've seen him at the yeah. children's zoo. Both of them. Uh, the only ones I don't really see anymore is Life, but obviously Life has had two. Li- I think he's got two little girls now, is it? Not um, too sure, you know. So Life does to his the thing. Life, we need to um, catch up for sure. Not seen Edgy for like three years, maybe. Yeah, same. Uh, Illa's obviously just had a kid. Yeah. Speak to Illa every now and again. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Like say same thing, probably not as close as I'd like to be, but yeah. Shout out <laughs> to people every one of them. Man. Love and prosperity to every one of them. Man. Yeah. So rank them as your favourite. So if you had to rank rank the artist <laughs> or the group, yeah. TOE's favourite. I know Raptors bottom. <laughs> well, you, you know what the funny thing is, like with Moss Team, like when Moss Team fell apart, everybody sort of fell out for ages, didn't they? Yeah. But we didn't probably speak for about a year, maybe. Was it that long? Probably, yeah, because you went to Canada a couple of weeks after. Yeah, because it weren't even like we weren't speaking. It's just, it, it got left salty. Then I went around. So it was just left weird. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because the thing I, is when... I didn't explain. When yeah. I fell out with, not fell out with, but when we stopped speaking. Yeah. I stopped speaking to Raptor at the same time. Yeah. But I'd seen Raptor like a week after. Yeah. And it was like, that ah, was all daft that. Because... For the people like that don't know, like, yeah. <laughs> I think the I think the final straw was this one night. It was New Year's Eve. The final straw in on my team was um, staff. What do you think about it? What's up? Yeah, and um, what had happened was I'd got <laughs> sick, badly sick before a show that we were meant to do, and it was like, and for people know me that that know me. I do get sick like that every now and again where I'll be like fucking crippled sick, just puking up and that out of nowhere. I work myself to the bone in it. And I've been doing so much shit on this particular night on this show. I was it in was, hospital when I went even He was in hospital, he was fucked up. And then I got fucked up bad and I was puking everywhere. Me and Doyle, my boy, that's always been with this big dude. Everyone will always see him at the shows. He was driving me and falling up all over his van and shit. And then, um, yeah, we ended up dipping back going to a drop-in clinic and all this, trying to get an IV and madness. Ended up going back home, just puking up all over, telling the boys, yo, I'm wrote off. Now, within that argument started happening, and it's, it's to be expected on both sides. I'm expecting, for one, my friends to go, oh shit, he's sick and he's fucked. But then, I'm one of the two main people on the show that people are coming to see, and it's last minute, and I've, he was on not, every song as well. I'm it? on every song and I'm gone. So I see both sides. So arguments started happening and people started having, thinking it was this and that and different shit. Um, and then one night me and Raptor got into an, on New Year's Eve, we got into an argument about it. He'd been super drunk and all that shit. I was pissed at me. I'd, phone him, we get into a long argument. And anyway, in this long argument, we both go way too far. And that was kind of the catalyst. It was just all right, boom, that was the last straw. So who would you say is the artist that you and Raptor? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is this guy. <laughs> the funny thing yeah. is, though, if that like that was sort of like the bullet point in the end of it, yeah. you and Raptor still speak now out of everyone as well? Yeah, it's just, it was, and we spoke pretty quick. Like, yeah. Like, well, the first time I seen you after that was... That Dolph Flop event, you came to a Dolph Flop event when you'd just come back to Manchester. Yeah. About a year after. Was it? Yeah, probably. Wow. <laughs> well, it's daft, it? Because that's all it literally took. I remember you ringing me and just going, look, whatever's happened, happened. So I think it was like, yeah, it's yeah. fine. I think with uh, with you as well, like, because you'd had to deal with so much of the arguments and bullshit and this and that constantly. And you was at a point in your life where you just was like, fuck it as well. I was like, I'm not going to, yeah. Like, you was like, I'm not prioritising <laughs> this. These guys can shout me over that if they want to shout me. And everyone had that kind of attitude, like, yo, if he wants to sort it out, you can shout me. Yeah. 
and everyone had that kind of vibe. And then the funny thing is, when me and you, Papa, got talking again, was it? I might have my timelines wrong, <laughs> but at some point, when I got pissed at the cold red, um, fucking footage, there was, you, you did an oh, advert yeah, for yeah, cold yeah. red, so they did an act. There was another battle league when Don't Flop like, was falling off and whatnot. There was another battle league that popped up, and in my head, over the f- them weeks, I'd been like, yo, I want to do the battle league with Briggs again. But I'm not really spoke to him about it. And that's how much it was like in my head that it went a beef with me and him, because it's me and him. So I'd not been thinking like me and him aren't speaking. Who would like you that. say is the hardest that I used to them? Briggs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into the dome flop and the battle. What was your first battle you had? Um, My first battle wasn't for Don't Flop, it was for the first lad league battles. you set up lad, lad battles who did you battle disaster did you win yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was like the best in the world at the time as well yeah was that yeah. yeah he probably still is top five easily he's never dropped out of the bracket really people can say what they want to do but he only does top battle. level battles now did like, you find top, it easy to write a battle with being a musician for years no. and did you find it easy to to descend uh, to transform trans to transfer it over to battle rap no, I didn't um, get it. I really didn't get it. Like battling first, I thought. I thought um, everyone was. There was a certain way to do it. You have to be like fucking over the top and that. Like I just didn't get it. I'd always been a massive fan, but I don't think I did well at first when I first got involved. I got the win because of the styles at the time and whatnot and that. But I was never. I'm not. When I look back on that, but I wasn't happy with my content or the angles that I come from or anything like that it's like what is the best in your opinion your best rap battle you've done t- to date my um, my performance or the not overall not talking the most views your personal the one you're most proud of, of. like mm. what I said or what like the whole battle when you've walked out oh that was um, crazy right, so oh, and it's always hard for me because I don't watch it back do you know what I mean um I don't really watch my own battles back. I'd say my favourite I was when I was having fun in the ring was probably Jay Madden. Yeah, that was more comedy you though, wasn't it? Yeah. Jay Madden, you and that era of my style it, it was fun. I was more um animated and humorous and shit and it was all about comedic timing and that. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the old Shea battle for the wrong reason. I got fucking drunk out of my head trying to. <laughs> Mate, trying I was sick, like, I was dying, yeah. yeah. Is there any battles that you, when you finished battling, you thought I could have performed better then? Yeah, the Disaster battle, the old Shea battle. Charlie Clips. Clips, the first and foremost, yeah, definitely. Math. If so all of them. I don't <laughs> think that was your fault, though. Math was math. And the other, the other thing that happened on the math thing. Concerning Moss team on the math trip. But yeah, so diving into this, what, oh, what yeah, happened yeah. with Moss team on <laughs> yeah. the math thing? Alright, so. Alright. <laughs> You're gonna talk about all that, yeah? Go on. I'm gonna talk about. You're gonna talk about everything. The, well, no sense shit on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so. <laughs> if people know me, no, I've never done any class A's in my life. I've never done. Allegedly. No, <laughs> I've never done no cocaine, molly, nothing like that. Allegedly. Yeah. All I've ever done is weed 
emotions, right? Allegedly. Allegedly, if you want. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to the math battle. It's in London. This guy is one of me guys that I grew up watching. One of my first real battles that I really was locked into was Math versus Iron Solomon. So it's a big deal to me. It's like one of one of my idols at the time. And I'm with all the boys and with Mosh team. But me and Briggs idiot are the only two from Mosh team from the battle world. Edgy really got it and Edgy understood how to be. And so did the lifer and that, yeah. But um, And even Illa, Illa came with me to uh, King of the Dark and stuff yeah. in Canada. Uh, Sleazy and Josh. It was crazy, innit? Like, they was proper, like, rock and rollers. So, um, we, we get this bus. Who was driving? Did we have a driver? We had that? a driver, yeah. Remember I that. What he just said has to get edited out. So, I'm in the bus with Josh, uh, Sleazy, Elon. I've still got footage of this bus. Edge. Yeah? Yeah. Sick. When we was doing the M&M thing. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to put I'll that, put that on this. Put it on this. So um, we're on the way there to London. Everything's fine. I'm just going over my rounds and whatever. I wouldn't even smoke on battle days because that would send me under, man. Like, what the fuck? So I don't even smoke weed on, on battle days. Nothing, just straight on it. And I hate being Don't main event, man. allegedly. I hate being <laughs> main event. I was saying to Briggs the other day, I hate being main event because you have to watch all the battles and wait you can't blaze weeds you can't do your shit you have it's to like just a five wait. hour shift yeah, it, you just have to wait like fuck and get your shit out and then you can smoke so I go into this uh, we're in this bus together driving down to London everyone's having fun like he says we're doing these videos and whatnot. I'm practicing my shit everyone like falls asleep we get to like just to <coughs> London I wake up all the boys are asleep and um, in between Josh's legs, there's like a full bottle of Sprite, but he's like had a little bit out of it. Full bottle of Sprite, yeah. And I had never had dry, dry mouth like it before in my life, yeah. I looked everywhere else for a drink, no drink, so I took his drink in it. Fucking hell. Instant karma. Yeah. Do you know, like when you wake up and, and you have water or something in the middle of the night and you just bang, bang, bang. I was banging this drink so hard. A big like fucking two liter or whatever. I must have done a liter of this drinking. Just boom, 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 and we were literally pulling up to the venue. Everyone's starting to wake up. I'm twisting the cap, give it to Josh as he's waking up, and I'm like, "Yo, I'll sort you out in a bit." And I always remember he was looking at me weird, and I thought it was because he just woke up. Yeah, but he was looking at me like. <laughs> <laughs> oh no you didn't yeah now when in hindsight when I think he was looking at me he, he must have been thinking yo do I tell him yeah, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean so um, as I stand up like I started feeling funny in it because we were still we was in the car we was waiting like text a few people whatever you know you gotta get escorted into the building and I started feeling a bit funny and my mouth was like drying up again and all that and I was getting agitated and shit. I remember opening the sliding doors, standing out and my phone was on my lap, my phone smashed into bits. So my lyrics are on the phone and there's little bits that I need to tie up, but my, my screen went, bam, smashed. So I'm like, oh fuck, I can't get my extra little bits out that I want to tighten up unless I remember them. I remember just feeling like mad, lightheaded, like, yo, have I not eaten? But I'd, I'd, I'd had food and stuff like that. We're going, 
It was one of them where we was late, so we was rushed in, rushed up on the stage. And then talking to the boys, I realised I'm like speaking fast and I'm rabbiting and my hands are going and I'm like, like yo yeah I was like what the fuck is going on here like and you can see if you watch the math battle I know I'm a pale guy anyway but in the math battle I am pale <laughs> you are off your neck that's I, what it is that's what had happened so what had happened was allegedly allegedly there might have been molly water <laughs> allegedly in the sprite bottle and I backed like a litre of it or I drank a litre of it um, and it really kicked in did you do 400 rounds on him? oh mate <laughs> you know what I, but I didn't know so I didn't know what was going yeah, on yeah. And did he not tell you once you downed it? no 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 because so he didn't then, want you to panic did he? I'd gone into the battle I'm on stage and it's starting to kick in I'm like, what <laughs> um, didn't realise Matt's head was like six foot right yeah. like he's like <laughs> Rowan, into his eyes and that the, the host Rowan was like rapper and all this and saying what he says bro and I'm just like whoa the lights are like <laughs> I was just like yo what is happening and as I look over to the boys think I'm thinking something I like you know I've not eaten or I'm yeah. sick or I'm having a panic attack or something I look over to the boys and you know that mischievous look words as <laughs> yeah. he's like smiling like, like oh my god but Josh next to him has got like a oh my god look on like because you had more magic it? in you than Harry Potter that's exactly. why didn't it? <laughs> exactly and then so I'm kind of like thinking oh my like what do I look like I was that white I could see it from my peripherals I was just beaming like my skin was like just pasty white beaming I could just see how pale I was like my nose and that like what the fuck is going on anyway like I hit the zone with it I'm like boom just read the wave yeah it. it's going off and what little bits I was forgetting I was I was doing alright with it and that but there were certain bars that was longed out and didn't make sense because I would start with <laughs> I would start with the beginning of one set or yeah. totally forget and go into a battle that's two minutes down the line <coughs> Not would have been and then be like that. oh fuck because when you battled math yeah. uh, you probably have seen them you don't watch battle rap anyway yeah. when he battled math math didn't do I think someone's just been shot outside yeah. <laughs> um, math didn't do a second round that so really threw me off you finish your round and then you go see your opponent and for the next two minutes you in your red you're thinking why didn't you do a second round because he wanted to throw a shot he basically didn't write one he just wanted to get paid and go Yeah. but what what happens is when you're battling someone when they're spitting in your head you're going through your next round making sure everything's tight thinking of rebuttals and flips and stuff Yeah. so for the guy to go what, he just put that sick didn't he yeah he said he just had like four bars I can't yeah, remember what it was you. and then he went like, back to you and I Battle rappers know once, soon as you finish your shit, you automatically go into review mode. Yeah. First round's done. I go back. Fuck. I got that bit wrong. Oh shit, that went off. Right. Boom. Let me get back into the my position and look at the guy. Take him like, but I don't even really take him what they're doing. Like I'm starting to go into the second round. Yeah. In yeah. my head, like, That's how did I open up in the set? How do I open you up? Keep now one ear on yours, and one ear on what you're saying in case you think of a, a sick yeah. flip. Or so something. I was in one of the moments where both of my ears was on what I was going to do yeah. or what I'd just previously done and I'm looking at him and he was like so I haven't got a second round I'm done <laughs> I'm just like 
Wait, did he just say he's not got a second round? Like I registered a second round. Would, would that mean like he, he'd also might He's forfeited the, the round. Yeah, he's he's trusted. Said, but he could that still his, win from the first round. Yeah, he's trusted his first guys, and third. I watched it the other day. The guy basically says, like, I'm going to kill you in two rounds. So I'm going to give you a round for free, sort of thing. When in reality, he's not wrote a second yeah, round. He didn't just have the material. It. Should give him two thirds of the dot. It's true. Because you yeah. pay for free rounds, don't it's you? I, know it's, yeah. as a bit, well, I don't fair, like rap well, battles, yeah, but it's business. Company, if, I, yeah, yeah. if I pay you to battle someone else and do three rounds each, and you do yeah, two rounds, yeah. and there's two thirds, well, 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 that's what we would This Apex done. event in the contract, it says you need three three-minute rounds, really. Yeah. Well, that's what, and that's probably what would have been in that contract, but... Yeah, yeah but you could I just put six bars in a three-minute round. No, you'd judge it on three minutes. Three minutes is a long time when you're standing up it. It's not if you go, yo... This is what I'm about to say. Have it back. <laughs> but I um when when I was tripping balls and he cut out in the second yeah. round, I was like, What the fuck? Um So, so he yeah, won? I messed up. I won. Yeah, he shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you line this big story up and you won anyway. But it was the moment when like <laughs> um I come on stage and I walked straight over and I knew that the words and Josh knew something. Yeah. Just knew so I've gone straight over to the boys, I'm like, yo, what's going on? And then Josh bursting out laughing like, yo, that Sprite, it was Molly Water, bro. And I'm like, what? Because there's all this commotion and people trying to come up to me and be like, yo, go battle and that. And you're cuddling everyone like, I love you like, and all that. It was Molly Water, bro. Well, no one wants to say this yet he said he didn't watch his battles back. If you actually watch it, he's just stood there for three minutes like that. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've just, Steve Madden. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's rapping on mute. <laughs> With no voice. Yo. Meow. I might so as well have been. You went to Canada pretty much after Math. Was it Math you went to Canada for? No, I'd been to... Math was in... London uh, chronologically it was like I'd got no I mean to live so oh right was Matthew last battle before the clips battle for Dope Flop or was that Tony D no because Tony D came back didn't you yeah Tony D was my return I'd already been gone uh, I'd already um, done math by then I think because you fell out with math. Dope Flop after was it the Arsenal battle yeah what was the order so you, wait so you did Disciple J Madden like, oh shit! So after before that. So yeah, so don't flap. I did. Um, Disciple. Disciple was me first, and because I went in with a mix, I was known for the mixtape scenes. I had a yeah, name yeah. and whatnot. There was a big crowd because you was you coming yeah. into battle, and I did um, the two battles we'd done, the um, disaster one and the O'Shea one. Then when I went to don't flap, some of them wanted to just throw me up on the top of the bills and that yeah. straight away, and I was saying, "Nah, work me, work me way up." Yeah. Because <clears throat> another story, what his thingy as well important in that in the history of that was we was all sat in my apartment one night with Chronicle yeah yeah watching disaster battles and stuff and Chronicle was just like no you couldn't beat him you couldn't do him and that's kind of what made us set lab up uh, made hit my ego like yo I can fucking do this and we booked disaster ourselves and whatnot then that ended I wanted to just go into don't flop and work my way up from the bottom they regarded (laughs) bless him Shout out to him. They regarded Disciple as the bottom. I think they gave you Disciple because he just I just battled him the time before. Yeah, yeah. So I Disciple and Who would Jay win Madden. If you two battled him. Him. <laughs> Leave that for you to decide. <laughs> there you go. Disciple, Jay Madden, Yunnan. Then I went and did the fingers battling. Yeah, Canada. fingers in Canada. Oh wait, back. stop at Fingers in Canada. Oh, so right, 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 right. 
I'll start this one. So yeah. we went to Canada. I went with Shotty the first time. We went me, you, and Edja. Yeah. Now, bear in mind, we've been watching Battle Rap for years. Yeah. King of the Dot, we was massive fans of, because King of the Dot yeah, was yeah. sort of... Who's Bender? Where, it was where Dolph Flop, Dolph Flop was exciting at that time, but it was like, it was Bender, Lopez, Yosa, Pat yeah. Stay, Hollahan, like, it was the big guys of Battle Rap sort of thing. Yeah. So when you, and World Domination is an event they do every year where they fly the best from each country, like a World Cup sort of thing. Yeah. And before you, there was only like O'Shea, Def, Kruger and Irv. Yeah, and I'd supposed to have been on the one before as well against Cap Callis, yeah, yeah. but I didn't go. <laughs> yeah, so you, the fingers one was, that's where some said they wasn't going to show up thing came from, wasn't it? Was uh, it? No, that was Arsenal. Was it? Yeah, it was Arsenal, yeah. Oh yeah, you did the... Yakuza line yeah the Yakuza line that was the one that um, was in the fingers battle so the fingers battle I remember turning up to the venue yeah we went out the night before and was pretty drunk yeah. and your battle was the next day yeah and uh, we got there and this guy called fingers who shot with battle and he was probably one of the top up uncomers at King of the Dot yeah he was killing he it he was sick as well yeah. Um, so we was in the venue and you got word that he was going to mention a bar about your uncle who just passed away wasn't yeah it? was this that this was before Arsenal wasn't it because Arsenal said it straight after didn't it yeah so we found out that bar and then you put it on fingers In I remember being in the bar it was like super raw like it had just happened then yeah when, it was probably uh, two months after it wasn't it I think it was even clo- it was even closer it was pretty it was raw, yeah. yeah it was pretty but, soon but is that so what we signed up for him. Yeah, yeah. There's no wines that should be. But crossed. you know what it is. It's... If you're signing up for a rap battle two yeah. months, after, months after something's bad's happened to yourself, yeah. you can't expect them not to use yeah. it. No, oh, the thing yeah. is, we were signed up. That's how I know it was already close because we were signed up with that in. Uh, not to be mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, obviously as someone done battle. This is a sort of line between our battle rap. Yeah. You get some battle rappers that are, that will say it. That will yeah. say whatever they like. There'll be battle rappers that will mention Million Miles and shit like that just to get yeah. a win. Yeah. A lot of, they don't really exist anymore yeah. because not a lot of people take them serious yeah. and the Muppets. And at the time we had an, we'd had an agreement. I'd said to Organic, now nah, I'm not looking at battle because this has happened and I'm not like, I don't really want people to speak about mm. that right now. And Organic's like, yo, I'll speak to this guy and make him agree yeah. that he's not going to do that. And he did. And he did, but if you we want to carry this, sto- no, no, he was going to. But yeah, if you want to so carry we, the story, <clears throat> so he was in the venue. You put it on fingers. To be fair, from what I remember from a distance, he's like fingers was actually safe about it. It was his boy, wasn't it? There was two of his boys, so it was stuff me, stuff like mannequins, like that. fingers, and two of his boys. Like me, we use. Yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> but he looked like a pencil. But them not know that I'm all right. Like in them, in them regards, I'm all right. I'll be all right, and that. So mm. these was at the bar. At a decent distance to where if it does go off, they're all right. They'll come and help out and whatnot. But I was Allegedly. cool. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I was cool. It was kind of left to human fingers talking this about it. This guy was trying to... one guy and, and his like, mate yeah, was just staring. And I was like, ready to do whatever watch, with him. If you watch the battle, I'll highlight him on the battle. He stood yeah. behind fingers. Why didn't you yeah. take Lingo to these battles? That could have got nicked right in the butt, though. Yeah, they'd have been... Canada. <laughs> no, yeah, you can't get so, in Canada. So if you want a battle anywhere in a four-mile radius of but yeah, yeah, so that kind of, literally, that all that literally nearly started fighting. Finished two seconds before they went, shot your fingers to the stage on the pit. Literally, yeah. I'll put the battle on the, over yeah. this, or speaking now. You, If you don't know the story, you probably don't notice anything. And if the, you remember, we was meant to be on the day before, it was a two-day event. Yeah, we was meant yeah, to be on the day before, day. we went there and he came and he showed up. He and was throwing up one in that. Because here's what had happened, he just, and... 
there's a picture of me and Bender sat on a bed together and we've just been speaking. Rest in peace to Bender. Yeah, in that peace, conversation, Bender. Bender had told me, yo, Fingers, because um, Bender and Fingers was cool. Yeah. Fingers has said to Bender, yo, fuck all that. I'm going to say this shit anyway. And Bender said, yo, listen, flat point out, you better be ready to go outside and fight him. Yeah, don't and he'll do kick, it. And he'll kick fuck out, yo. Because Bender knew us both. And... Um, from that conversation then he's walked into the venue yeah and seen me white as a ghost to yeah. the point where we thought it was drugs in it yeah, yeah everyone thought it was drugs and he begged and he begged and he begged yo cancel the battle i need to cancel because that's the why battle. we got drunk on it we just thought fuck we this is not because the battle wasn't yeah. gonna happen either at first that's it battle weren't gonna happen i start blazing drinking and whatnot anyway the second day travis had convinced organic had convinced him to do the battle mm. and um, but these times Bender hadn't told me about that yeah yeah that picture of me and Bender talking that had not happened at this point so he'd just gone home he'd panicked gone home and tried to rewrite some shit and get that bit out and fill the round up and then comes back the next day yeah with what he had and so then the next day when he came back we was that's when we did it and then after that shit is when Bender told me that night and the thing he said here's why he really did that yeah but there was a funny thing. Do you remember my um, when I stood in a puddle? Stood in a puddle now. You won't even remember it. So, just before, so the second day, hot day. Remember? Yeah, it I remember how it was. I had got these um, <coughs> like high top, like grayish Nike things. There was fire, and I was wearing like chinos, like proper light chinos. And it was a hot day, and we was walking down this street called Spadina in Toronto, and. I'm behind Briggsy, going through my bars. Like, yes, because we just got told it's back on and to be there again soon. So we're away from the venue, we're walking down the street and I'm behind Briggsy. And in Toronto, it can rain one minute and then be boiling yeah, the next yeah. minute. And it had been raining all day and then it was fucking beautiful. Working behind him, not looking where I'm going, he sidesteps and my fucking, almost like my full leg goes down this hole. Do you know what I remember when we had to go to the hot dog stand and get the oh, water shit. and yeah, yeah, put all yeah, over yeah. Oh mate, so white chinos, white <coughs> thing in that my whole leg goes down the um shit I'm trying to clean it, go to the hot dog stand, trying to wash the f- thing off and all that. End up having to run back to the hotel, which wasn't even nearly that missed far. the battle again. Nearly missed it. To change my pants and all that type of shit. Nearly missed the battle. So that's why in that battle I forget my shit. Lines that yeah, night. I had like the rhyming words yeah, in it. Yeah. I had like a bunch of rhyming words that I couldn't fit into a scheme and I'd already filled up my other rounds. So my three rounds was done. But I'd had these rhyming words first before anything. And so that stuck in and the rhyming words was like, um, pick a guitar. Because <laughs> it's it, it sounds horrible to say it in normal life and normal life context and that, but it's battle rap. you got to remember it's battle rap and the guy was missing a few fingers, which is why he was called Fingers. So I was thinking of, oh, pick pick a guitar, give a massage, all things that you would have to do with fingers <laughs> that he couldn't do. So I was thinking of these rhymes, pick a guitar. Um, fingers in jars. Uh, yeah, where are they, are they pickled in jars? Like, give a massage, Nicki Minaj, all these rhymes, and I just had all this stuff. and Strung it together. I, yeah, I just had to, because I forgot my shit. So I just had to just throw this together. But I said to someone recently, it was like, 
being on Guitar Hero, when you see it, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, but yeah. you're winging it and it's working. It was like that, just <laughs> boom, 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 and everyone was loving it. And the people were saying, oh, best King of the Dark debut, or best international King of the Dark debut, this and that. Just before we finish on Was you sober at time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did, um, Where did on the flight <laughs> on the way back. I don't know why I'm going to say this, because it's embarrassing to me. But uh, if anyone knows me, when I fall asleep, I snore proper loud anyway. Proper. So we was on the flight on the way back, me and Edgy. Me, me and Edgy fell asleep, shot his awake. And uh, there was a waitress, fit one that kept walking by. And I'm asleep, yeah, shot his awake. And I farted proper loud <laughs> in my sleep. But she walked past and thought it was him. <laughs> I'm just like, at the pretty next Looked at me right in the face, like I've just, just slapped her. Just back. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like I'd forced it out because she was walking past. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Do you think the battling had an effect on music negatively? Because, like, like, from my perspective, I find if I'm writing battle bars, I'm not writing music anymore. Yeah, that's true. I have to switch to one or the other. I can't be doing both because it's different structures and writing types. Isn't it? And I don't want to waste punchlines of either of them. Yeah, punch yeah, lines I'm the same. I write a punchline. I think that's safe for the tune. Then I think. Ah, Go off in a room, <clears throat> do you know what I mean? That's the problem. It would go off in a room. That's the that's yeah. the battle rappers. In my personal opinion, I love music much more than battle rap, but that's all with me. I know yeah. there's a yeah. lot of fans of battle yeah, rap out there. There's a lot more fans of music, though. A lot more people would agree with you, definitely. All I'm saying is battle rap shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no. so post battle rap, yeah. Um, you then moved to Canada. Um, you didn't move to Canada when you were. Was it Dead Mouse, the first person that sort of? The first, the first time I went out there was with you, and for the fingers battle, we come back did the Arsenal battle, which yeah, was like and that blew everything. That up, was like it? the most important. So the first time you sort of got attention was probably what? Do you think the Arsenal battle sort of changed everything? Yeah, the, um, and the Arsenal battle definitely was the start of everything, um, as far as international wise and people taking me serious. The fingers was my. Fingers was my first international battle, but that didn't really do nothing for me on the international stage. Yeah. It was the Arsenal battle, and what a lot of people don't know is the Arsenal battle that wasn't meant for me. Yeah, I remember the poll did the poll, and she said who should poll. get this battle. Yeah, because they had to, they wanted to give it censor, but censor had already been given Arsenal, uh, already been given Soul Can disaster, all these other people. Um, so they wanted to do it in a roundabout way, and they thought the people would vote for censor over me, and that because I was new, I was. Free yeah, you was like the up and coming top guy, weren't you? Like, but I'd caused the like I was funny and controversial, and yeah. they just they, they enjoyed it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was this new thing that came through, and I sounded different to them because I was a man yeah. or whatnot. And there's, there's sort of like a battle rap click sort of thing, and you're like it was an inner circle of people that yeah, just get fucking. Um, you were probably the first one to sort of break that open a little bit. Yeah, I so, saw. Yeah, I was outside the outsider pretty much, and then um, when we did. Um, the Arsenal battle it was a poll they wanted them to vote censor yeah. and they voted me I got the Arsenal battle and I remember the poll that one it it was like yeah. every day was changing yeah I remember um, how many times did you vote on it a lot <laughs> so did I yeah. <laughs> the daft thing is after a bit it took off and I really kicked it the daft thing is with a poll that don't fuck really did you could just click off it and click back on it and vote again <laughs> so you did actually vote for yourself yeah. hey that was like Donald Trump election rigging that <laughs> there you go <laughs> well I, that, yeah I mean yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I was an internet nerd at that point I was heavy what do you mean at that shit. point <laughs> yeah still am I had like 50 windows open going vote, vote, vote. but with the Arsenal one I didn't know much about him other than I'd seen him on Fight Club once. he was a world star at that point in yeah rap. and and I'd not um, 
I'd not taken to his style when I, we was watching battle rap and yeah. stuff like that. I was into the multi-syllabics and yeah, that. Yeah. And I, I weren't really into the talk to him shit or the disrespect shit. Yeah. So Arsenal didn't really, it's not someone that I proper remembered. I just remembered, oh, that's the guy from Fight Club. Yeah. So when they said to that, you want this battle? To me, it was just, yo, do you want to battle this famous American guy? That's all it sounded like to me. So I was like, yeah. Well, he was I the first URL rapper, really. That to come kid. over, he's like... that. He, he, He's really in the shout for GOAT, man. Because so you have to look at what he's done. You in are one? Uh, me, I think, <laughs> yeah. I, think I, I personally think I won. I think a lot of when people talk about Arsenal won or whatnot, it's a lot of, a lot of that is America that don't understand what I'm saying. I'm, yes. not, I'm not saying that all the Americans don't understand what I'm saying and the ones that do understand what I'm saying will definitely pick me. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like, I know a lot of people over we'll say on that side of the water. Yeah. They don't, they, especially at that time, there is one as a tune to British yeah. rappers or whatnot at the time. And so a lot of people would have just dismissed it. And because I was more painting pictures back then and taking, I would take fucking 16 bars to get to a punchline back then because I, yeah, I, I was yeah. still just working my way into it. I didn't really know what yeah. to do. So I think my writing was better and my writing was more structured towards him. And his atom thing don't yeah. make sense because that's A T O M A D A M. He wasn't a great speller, was it? <laughs> no, it just it just like pissed me off. But like the the, the games developed to like forgive yeah. them kind of reaches and that now, so that it's that don't even. So that kind of blew up though, because I remember like obviously Dead Mouse was tweeting about it. Like yeah. there was a list of this table of celebrities that were saying this yeah, battle yeah. is insane. What happened with Dead Mouse there? Did he get in touch with you or was it? A... Yeah, he just. Um, followed me and you know like I live under a rock yeah my mate Ben um, who does the videos for me and stuff he, he um, was a big fan of Dead Mouse yeah. and Dead Mouse sticks out because he wears a fucking mouse head yeah exactly so and it was Dead Mouse 5 in it that's going to stick out to anyone whenever you see it yeah so when he followed me I was like oh this is the guy that my boy was showing me about and I remember when my boy showed me him I thought he was sick yeah. And I was like, I was thinking, am I a weird dance weirdo? Because, you know, back then it was like, yo, you're hip-hop, you're grand, yeah, you're yeah, that you, can't, you can't be on that and all that shit. And I remember my boy used to play me Dead Mouse, and I could hear the hip-hop in it, or like, the, and I used to think, yo, this is sick. This guy follows me that day, so I make notice of it. I'm like, oh, shit. Message him, oh, thanks for the follow. He hits me up, basically like, yo, what you doing? Chilling. He's like, yo, yeah. f f and then just basically flies me out. There and then I fly out to Canada. Like, what the fuck is going on? Was you staying with Dead Mouse? You got papped while you were doing it, yeah? Yeah, we got papped by a TMZ <laughs> in a Ferrari dashing about. You can throw the picture on if you want. I've got a picture. Yeah, I've got it anywhere from. Yeah. Um, it was mental. I get to Canada. I didn't really know much about the guy and I didn't want to be disrespectful. Yeah. So I was doing my research and thinking, yo, this guy's fucking sick. We get to, um, get to Canada and I'm like, I've never seen him without the mask on. <laughs> you know he was expecting someone in the airport without on. <laughs> Only when I got to the airport did that thought cross my mind. I went there and I was like, because he'd been saying, yo, I'm going to be outside, I'll pick you up. Yeah. Don't fuck. Obviously, he's just, he just looks different. He's got a big right? mouse tattoo anyway. Right? Like. It's an Atari thing, like yeah. uh, one of the Space Invaders or some shit. Um, I just realised straight away, so we're getting this Ferrari the only one like you do yeah the only one in Canada of this this type and yeah. it was white or whatnot. so we get in we're chatting whatever 
and this guy hits the highway boom like so fast I see like uh, a button you know for like the fucking the window how yeah. far it was and as I pressed it the door went started to open <laughs> like a suicide door and I tried to shut it thinking he wouldn't clock but he definitely would have clocked there would have been something yeah. that showing him bing 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 I thought he was going to say the ejector seat and he just fucked oh, off I just didn't want to embarrass like, myself in front of him and that and it was like I didn't know what to say and that it was mad it's the it? thing you've gone from half an eight at the time yeah. to getting a message from De- what did he say did he just go do you want to come over or was it like a conversation he was like, what? yeah he was like yo um, I love the battle like this battle's sick you're yeah. insane one of the best rappers but he want like Oh my god, you know what I mean? He was just, just he's, he's a blunt guy, so yeah. he was just like, Yo, you sick? It was that's dope. Um, do you want to fly out, do some music? Flies me out there, picks me up. Did he know about your music as well? Uh, yeah, it, it, but he didn't know about me. He'd like seen the battle, watched the look, took me, like yeah, yeah. looked me up, and said, Oh, yeah, he can flow good yeah. and that, like, do you know what I mean? Because then you did what legendary, yeah, flew are out you there. Afraid? Are you afraid? Is it? Are you not afraid? Was you, first. Yeah. So, fl- fly out there. He had this insane apartment. We was, um, and then he had a studio in the apartment. Yeah. So, we would just go out to eat and shit, and then come back, record, drink fucking shitloads of Tim Martins and that. Because he's like a superstar out there, though, isn't he? Yeah. Like in Canada, global, well, Canadian. Yeah, global superstar, but he's definitely a god out there as well, and like. Yeah just opened his house up to me I lived there for a bit like not lived you know what I mean but I was, that's where I was staying for like two weeks three weeks while yeah. we recorded this stuff it's just unbelievable um, threw me Ferrari keys one day and I'm like I don't even drive you know what I mean? like, <laughs> but he's like, like, like in the drive like <laughs> yeah and but yo he just had insane methods for recording the studio was nuts and he would be like doing a kick and a snare or whatever and I'd just be rhyming on absolutely nothing other than that and yeah. then he'd build beats around it show me like absolutely insane shit and then yeah man it would just I would just go out and yeah did you get any sort of plaques off that because that's on a couple million views now isn't it uh, I've got a lot of I'm eligible not eligible I have that accolade a lot with a lot of different things yeah. I just need to order them yeah, yeah. So there's the stuff with the Dead Mouse stuff, there's the James Arthur stuff, it's yeah. Salt of the Earth. Was the James Arthur stuff the same time as Dead Mouse? Because James Jay- Arthur was a massive battle fan, wasn't it? Yeah, the James Arthur stuff was. Um, yeah, same. T- James Arthur, Dead Mouse, and the Salt of the Earth album. Yeah. With Sony all same time. So that all kicked in. Pretty much. So that Arsenal Dead Mouse was first. Yeah, yeah, whatever. just it was like a chain to all these different things. Dead Mouse was just like um, that was when I realized like, yo, this is like super serious professional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can make a career out of this. Yeah, like I'm seeing the lifestyle yeah. that he has. Because let's let's be real. Like, obviously, I was around the same circle at the same time. So yeah, I know that you've visited every major label before all this. Yeah. And it's never seemed to have clicked no, for whatever reason. There was always one thing that was that. stopping you. Yeah. So there was the ta- there was a one time where I can't for the life I remember what I did, but I did something and all of the labels wanted me. Yeah. Um, or wanted to speak to me at least, and it was Sony, Psycho, 
all of them ones that are in that building in London and I have to go and have a meeting with every different almost every different office yeah. so it's like a lift you know, yeah, just boom, 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 yeah just going to these different labels epic and whatnot and I got offered some silly stuff and just stuff that's just not yeah like why would you be why would you like hire a plumber to make you a cake yeah. type of stuff that I do just be, I didn't get what do I had so many offers throughout my career yeah. and like held out like when people would have done them and all that but the mouse deal was just like absolutely open the easy deal like yeah. you know we're both do, going into a venture together and stuff yeah. like that and it's gonna and all I'm doing is rapping do you know what I mean mouse yeah, trap doing doing their shit with it and all that do you think there's like any sort of because re- when you look at the UK scene you've yeah. always been say say this is like breakthrough you've got your you know you've I don't know you, your dappies and all that sort of shit yeah um, not saying they're shit because actually really really dapper yeah, but um, you, what I was trying to say is by the shit like that's the bracket of made it in the UK yeah. do you think there's a reason why you've not done that with not with the um, Salt of the Earth stuff but with the hip hop and because obviously you've done grime as well yeah do you think there was ever a reason why that never happened I think because um, when you did the Charlie Sloth thing that went massive he was one of the first yeah. ones to do them sort of numbers and if you do like list my accolades and like list who I've worked with or yeah. where I've been and what I've done and who I've like what I've been a part of and yeah. stuff like that it's a big massive crazy weird thing that is like almost impossible to achieve yeah. but yet still in the UK it was never really I never really got to that point yet yeah. where it's like a household name type of thing um, and I just reckon it's just because I don't like it's getting to the point now you just have to fit into the bracket that they want you to fit into and I'm yeah, never going to fit into that I'm an explorer do you know what I mean yeah. one thing that I wanted to ask you which I always wondered which I've never asked you before yeah. why did you go at Chipmunk because um, at the time and like not even at the time me as a rapper I just want a, you, you can say what you want about you're more popular than me you have better clothes you you know more people in the scene yeah. you can you can get better producers or whatever but you cannot ever say that you're the, you're the best battle rapper in the country or have people saying that you're the best battle rapper in the country and using that terminology and you've never and not have a competitor like me yeah, yeah see an opportunity yeah to do something for the culture for one for myself for him for two and just be an MC and I, he knew that as well but like people try and spin it like oh you try, yeah. you're clout chasing that's an easy cop out term these days at that point chasing. do you not think it would have been better to go bugs him home um no because so because the there's so many the people have asked me that before as well and that on twitter and i didn't feel to address it on twitter which is sick why we because everyone was going at chipmunk at that time but bugsy had that thing with him but nobody went at him and b- yeah. with you being from the same city as he is yeah at that moment in time i thought it would have been a perfect moment because for you. do you know what it was with bugsy it was like there's there's local ties with bugsy there's people that i've grew up with that i love you know, my family mm. and they're with him all the time and Bugsy was at the first lab battles event and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And so like, there was no reason. There was more of a there's with me. There's always been more of a pride thing with Bugsy. Yeah, I know a lot of people get, um, you know, like oh, pissed at this and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I always bang on about this. I think it's all bullshit. Yeah, 
I'm a, I have more of a pride thing about it when I see him doing his thing. Like, oh, fucking go on, kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Same with H and that. Yeah. yeah. It's just not. Um, and I've always been one for Manchester Unity. One of the yeah. best days I've had recently was when we was all yeah, together. Was the whole scene, a lot of the team was together. In a way, I was almost in that scenario. I would have been cavalry for Bugsy rather than anything. Do you know what I mean? Just before Bugsy had the um, the scenario with Chip himself, me and him had a long conversation on the phone. Yeah. Um, just before it, before he went down to London to do the video, and he's uh, he's cool. Like he, you know, the stuff that he's done for the boxing club in Mustard and this and that, and it, it to me. And I've always felt like we was in totally different lanes. Yeah. Um, you know, you, yeah. you're running with an angle saying that you're the king of whatnot and this in, yeah. in Manchester. For what he's talking about, he's not wrong. But you know, for numbers and this and that. It's broke clear, isn't it? Can you yeah. not see the angle that at that time when you went for Chip? The angle that you, you were obviously that, yeah. a massive name in Manchester and yeah. if not the world. Yeah. Um, but when Bugsy was first blowing up then, I would, just me as a fan, yeah. what I wanted to see was that. Yeah. And I yeah. don't understand why you see. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the difference in it. There's a difference of because yeah, as a fan you want to see it for excitement. As a fan you want to see everyone go at everyone, don't you? Yeah. And go mad. Yeah, yeah. Life's not like that. <laughs> Do you know what no, I mean? No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, man. I just don't. There was just no because the the reason why I I did what I did all happened in a night and it was off a specific thing. Most stack. He's a great artist as well. Tweeted. Chipmunk is the best battle rapper in the UK, and Chipmunk retweeted it. Yeah, so you can't. So I've at this point I've had a few drinks. Yeah, we just on the Arsenal beers. battle as well. You was the biggest thing in UK battle rap. So I'm just like, yo, let me, like you know, say <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, and I yeah. didn't, and I called it jab because I literally threw it together in the studio, mm. put it out there, and it was a so total separate thing from that thing that he had with Bugsy yeah. I'm just like yo you can't be saying this, like this guy is um, the best battle rapper in the yeah. UK and I'm, I'm, I'm more felt pissed off at the other leaders of our culture and battle rap and our community in battle rap for, for not saying not something not saying yeah. something else yeah. as well like do you know what I mean like yo who the fuck is but you it's just two what you think this things. is the, the battle rap and the grime exactly the was so, on, it was two different journeys innit yeah. that's why I think I always felt like it would have made battle sense rap if yeah. you're not so battle rapper that's it so in my in hindsight I was just a bit daft I was a bit drunk and I was even a bit more naive <laughs> and a bit daft and that and it I'm a, a like a war proven battle rapper that like it, it's water off a duck's back for me yeah. it's competition and I don't look at it the way these yeah. guys might look at it I won't look at it as offensive I don't look at it a call out as offensive as they took it or it, it's definitely not a clout chase saying to someone yeah. yo let's have the straight or bar, bar for bar and I've you know I've done that with Ilmac Luna um, <laughs> different people I've been known throughout my career mm. to do that and it weren't like yeah oh, this is so out of character and he's trying to get views or whatnot like that. It's basically like if you would have come out and said, I'm the best grime artist in the UK. It's exactly like A that. grime artist would have sent for you. Whereas 100%. if you say, I'm the best battle rapper, a battle was, rapper's going to send for you. I was trying to represent our community in, yeah. that, in that sense, the battle rap community in that sense. Um, shout out to him. Don't No personal issues with him. Don't know him. Yeah. He threw his little things about, his little indirects on Twitter. And that I was I was happy with that because to me that's just selling a fight. Is that knowledge? That's it. 
and it's just yeah. it, that would you like him to step up on say don't fop at the time yeah I, I offered I offered 10 grand in it <laughs> yeah I remember that you did put would have won me <laughs> um, if we're going if we're going on grind beats him if it's three round grind beats chipmunk wins I remember but he but grime clashes are different he just need in grime you just need to have popular bars yeah you know what I'm saying like when we're talking D-dubs D-double E can just if, if me and D-double E are clashing and I say the most intricate schemes and the crazy shit and it he's fits in a beat nice. and he just goes ooh 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 <laughs> you look dirty I'm done and Chipmunk's an amazing grime MC he's a great rapper and stuff like that but he won't be able to have me. He won't be able to do nothing with me on a on a hip hop beat, yeah. or nothing with me on a on a in a, in a free round battle. Acapella rap battle. But do you know what it is as well? That's just the the battle of talking in me. I respect him highly as yeah. a, as an MC and as a rapper. Yeah. And I that's why I extended to him. Yo, come stand in the ring and go acapella because some of these guys they don't know they don't know if they've got what it takes because they've never done it before yeah. as insiders I know who's got what it takes to step into an acapella I think the only person that's it was bonkers and although people didn't like what he was doing you've got to tip your act to yeah, him yeah he, he stepped in bonkers done, done that song I have done it um, bear bonkers is fire <laughs> yeah. he's just working under pressure that's a banger I think Chipmunk's cool enough and he's, he's educated enough in battle rap he's watched it forever it. and he would have transitioned well and me and him would have been not only a decent battle. Is it something you do now? Oh yeah, it would be a decent battle and it would be an amazing payday for both. Yeah, yeah. Parties like, what are we in this for? This is prize fighting, and that's what I was just extending. Everyone's like, oh, cloud chase this and that. Listen, every single person who lets you put a camera in the face and has a Twitter and all this and rah, 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 that's that if what from what they call cloud chasing, everyone that's what everyone's doing. This yeah, <laughs> it's just called. People have brought a term out. This term cloud chasing to deter you from getting out there and getting it like oh yeah you're just trying to do like yeah. what you're talking about same Wait, way we're cloud chasing there 200 people are going to watch us <laughs> what do you think of like so the other day I was out and I met, uh, bumped into a guy I won't say his name but I bumped into a guy and I was just talking about Manchester music he has a lot to do with like H and um, that right. side of Manchester Yeah. and I, uh, I was talking to him about your battle coming up yeah. and he was like oh what shot are you doing now is he doing anything so I was like yeah we've just done a film on just on Salt of the Earth album and the guy was like oh I've not heard from him for years Yeah, because all they watch is like SBTV Grand yeah. Daily <laughs> SBTV like do you think that sort of side of music listen like at H like obviously H is absolutely smashing it um, yeah man but to the sort of like if you're not paying attention to Link Up Grand Daily it's hard to break through now it's harder yeah Hundred percent, definitely harder. But you have to look at, you have to look at, um, kid, kid Bucky. He's doing well. He's not really a part of that um, yeah. whole scene. And also, um, Children of Zeus. Children of Zeus. But um, his mind's just, he's slow tie. Sorry. Yeah. Slow tie. As far as I know, I'm not too sure. But he was never really a part of the whole grime day yeah, thing. Don't I don't know. Them. I'm not yeah. too sure. But he don't seem to be. He didn't seem to come from. Like that scene, but you are right. They, them kind of. It's um, like a viewing. If you're not, if you've not got a million views on Link Up, oh, you must be doing shit. Then. Yeah. Like, 
but it's yeah. a different it's different bubbles in it yeah so it's all like by saying people who watch <coughs> each and whatnot all the time and not yeah. heard shotty do nothing for ages them two musics <coughs> are so far apart oh yeah course, you know what yeah. i mean the mm-hmm. two, the, the, but i think it goes for each genre though i think it's what you're into and that's so what even if there's whatever other genre there is there's a link up and a grind daily for that yeah, as well yeah, do you know yeah. what i mean so whether it's link up grind daily or vice or fucking whatever over rock and roll one or any other media channel that you want to be on yeah colors or anything like that it's a race to to get on there now they have kind of cornered the market and it's tough the but it's just the, off, they've smashed that it's that. yeah and it's almost just a new way of con- it's just a new chart really yeah. and it's a chart it it's charts that are really in control of the people who have always been there from day one and yeah. not from people who are up at the top suits that and got a clue about the streets or yeah. lifestyle or anything like that. They're the ones that used to control the charts and have certain people controlling the charts and that. So now it comes from community-based projects or whatever. Yeah. Um, things like SPTV or Jamal did his thing and all that. It's that like now the narrative is being painted by like the people who've actually been there done that and still yeah. fully involved in it so it's almost like it is a true representation of what the kids are into well, this is what I'm trying to say like by heart you're a rapper yeah. you've made your name as a rapper so now when people are talking about Manchester rappers and who's the best and stuff and they might not be putting you in that list anymore yeah. because you're not on Link Up you're not on Grime Daily yeah. you're not doing all the freestyles and stuff yeah does that get to you at all because of the fact you're doing the salt of the earth in the sort of music now or? Um, not really, no, because because I've always seen myself as a different um, kettle of fish with this whole thing. Like we have people that are gonna do their style and their sound and whatever and stick to their music or whatever. Yeah. But you know, from the battle rap to the movies to the music all these different other ventures that I have going on it's I've not focused on just one lane as much now now is when I'm I just did focus on music quite a bit and did well and like doing well and stuff and getting more on the map a bit now but I think my um, my style the way I rap and the way I do my thing and whatnot, it isn't applicable to to them channels so much yeah do you know what I mean and it's no diss to them, it's no diss to their audience or nothing like that. But it's horses for courses and there's some, there's an audience for everyone, yeah. everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So it's like you're not going to get a boom back track on Link Up, you no. know what I mean? But you've got people like Ocean Wisdom and Dirty Daiku would absolutely yeah. annoy in the boom back scene. Let's, let's just go back into one thing. Um, i seen something that when you're into what your, what your perspective of it was when... Devlin said something about you. Oh, um, yeah, what did he say? And it seemed to me like he was kind of bad mouthing you, was it? No, um, but he said something about. I, I, body t- I would have took it one way. He said, when I bring the horror like shotty. Was it? No. Definitely. Yeah, no, did you. Did you. No, oh, no. D- Dappy, Dappy said a few things that looked like it might have been <laughs> aimed at me. Um, what was that? Let's talk about that. So when I did the um, when I did the chipmunk this, I said somebody tell this prick that he's just another dappy or whatever, right? Yeah. For nothing, whatever, just a little throwaway line to sing, to send into the next bit. Um, 
And really, it ain't a diss. It's just saying like, yo, you just like someone that's selling a lot of pop records. Yeah. Or like you do, you look there. You're not down yeah, here yeah. with the grimy shit. Excuse me. <coughs> um, but that was still. I didn't even think of it ever shot. I just thought of it like just to, to sell for just the next bar. The bar. Yeah. Um, and then months later, like this video comes out. Dappy talking about. Rooney and like had some references to North or whatever it was. We had a city shirt on with Rooney. We had a city shirt on with Rooney, and Rooney's never played Could for be city. And exactly. <laughs> so I started thinking, like, this is about me in it, like really. Yeah. And I didn't respond because it was a. It, it could have trap. not been about you as well. No, but it? it was. But it was a trap. Yeah. Because if you send for Chipmunk, and he don't respond and. Sp- spins a narrative whether it's out of fear or you don't feel like he needs to bother with not yeah, like yeah. that like another Narvin MC like he's already done that yeah. audience there so Chipmunk that goes out that way yeah. with it then if Dappy puts the bait out there and then I'm like boom let's go then and I do it and then he ignores me I look like some bag that's just trying to back <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. Like, deflecting you know it twice but do you think it was I do. He said it wasn't. I did. Somewhere at the back. Why would you have Rooney on your city shirt? Do you know what I mean? So if you're watching, fuck off! (laughs) No, no, no. no. Let me me say, actually, if he is. Because. (laughs) You know what he's saying? Fuck off! (laughs) No, no, I'm joking. (laughs) Nah, don't watch that. Shout out to Daffy because later on down the line, we (laughs) ended up talking and just being cool and like uh, might explain myself to him and where I was in my life as far as being a competitor and just wanting to just clash everyone yeah. and shit like that um, and just explain where my energy comes from and the type of um, the area of hip hop I come from like and he totally got it he was super cool and you know like whatever we've been safe and that uh, yeah so touching back into the old Manchester like this is something that was a favour that was a favourite of mine you know yeah. I've always appreciated all your music and I'm still a big fan to this day nice one. I actually dance on the tables like <laughs> I said in the other podcast so that new gear I never knew I liked Indy till you did it <laughs> now I might spoke to the bloke and all that <laughs> <laughs> hey I'm going to grow my hair dead big and all that <laughs> probably cat wig hey I'm getting there my ears pierced next week though because of the album yeah I'm going to get them big holes <laughs> we like the shot you the all going stretchers <laughs> mm. yeah so touching back on the Manchester scene who was your five favourite artists not in order from the old Manchester scene not yeah. including yourself uh, not in order not I'll in say, order um, Shifty just has to go on there because the fucking man absolutely he was coming with sick punchlines he was coming with punchlines that I've seen battle rappers like take now like in on the URL yeah. it was way above his time wasn't it yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was a shame what happened because he would have been yeah he would have been massive wasn't it yeah. he'd have been like gets level he was blowing up before he he everybody else door. would have he was next level talented wasn't it he opened yeah. the door for a lot of people he even opened the door for people who was already out there before him and that a lot yeah. of people don't want to admit it but he definitely put a lot of eyes on the scene and brought a bit of legitimacy to Manchester doing this type of music so he has to be on there so if there was a period if you asked anybody from London or anything your name and MC outside of yeah, London it was, shifty, it was shifty he was 100%. he was like the celebrity of Bluetooth 
Hundred percent. He was. I still feel hurt that he's not relevant to this day. You know, because he was such a big part of yeah. my childhood. Not childhood, like teens. Yeah, yeah. He was such a big part as me as a super fan trying to touch his hand on Market Street yeah. and that <laughs> I can have you mixing me. I think, yeah. I, think, I think with him, there's always chance just because of the legacy that he put down. And it's just that they'll always give you a chance. So if he comes back for, at some point firing on all, all cylinders, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll still work to this day I'd because he's, he's a legend, yeah. man. So and he's I. definitely... He deserves that, and that's it. He's super talented yeah. guy and stuff like that. But he definitely, he went through a traumatic thing in it, so you can understand why he took time out and stuff like that. Yeah, things become important now that wasn't yeah. important before. Definitely. So number two, um, hypes, Manchester hypes. <coughs> um, like I was saying before, Multis, his power as an MC. If you ever go to like a, an actual live performance yeah, with him, a crime him set performance with him, he's going, he's going to take this, he's going to own it, he's going to be the yeah. best performer. I've seen night. him live when Sway was on in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. and that was the first time I've seen him. And another one I've seen him live, remember that festival in Castlefield? Yeah, the Deep Cushion. Yeah, yeah, yeah there. Yeah. He's phenomenal, man. He's uh, H with a Y. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Trendsetter, man. Um, even on on rap beats he was crazy um i still think he's underrated hypes yeah obviously he slowed down to not i think he went to university and had a kid and stuff yeah. did he? but yeah life takes all but yeah he definitely Some, don't get the respect to deserve someone i was dead upset that he never did more because of how talented he was which i might have mentioned before was dino because yeah. i love well, don't dino, get me wrong i've still got dino's new music on well, my spotify but yeah what? He, when he first got his first stuff out, I thought he was sick and yeah. it's, it's, well, it's Dino's surprising. Well, Dino's young, innit? Dino's starting to do all right now. I know that he had these, um, he was, I don't know if he's still doing it at this point, but he was doing something with Virus yeah, as well. Yeah, I like think he, he still works with Virus. And so, like, in the last year or two, I've started to notice him really pick up. I'm a big again. fan so of him, but he was better at 16 than he is now. I think 2020 will have a... 2020 Dino will be doing good I think like he'll have a good run everything take, takes time to put certain things in position and yeah. I don't know I don't know the lad that like I think yeah. we spoke online a few times or whatever I met, met in person and that but um, he's someone that I have noticed starting to come on the up again which yeah. I was happy with because it was like he was a name that I remember from like he was one of the youngest yeah, of yeah. the original firm of whoever, whoever he was with whatever sets he was going to I know he was from like the second generation and this goes back to what we were talking about before like he had the graft when we were all young that he's got the longevity now where he's still putting music out still but he, he he missed I can't believe someone who was that talented when he was 16 is still exactly the same if not worse now even though I'm shouting him out because I think he's sick yeah. and I still listen to him still have him on my playlist but He's the it's same as he was 15 like you, years ago. You like the old school sounding set record, like I do, do yeah. But I, I still think his music was more talented when he was first out there. I'm just surprised he's not done more than what he has, and I'm yeah. bigging him up because he's sick. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? I'm surprised that 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 you know his first stuff was massive to me. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. I think I'm the only guy who listens to him. <laughs> Which is not. just just my interpretation <laughs> of it. I might be wrong. Shout to Dino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, um, number three. Number three. Um, oh, one second and fuck off as well. We're gonna put that on there now. Number three. <laughs> number three. Um, I'm gonna go with Riggs. Hmm? Riggs, man, like uh, leader of Hit 'Em Up. Hit 'Em Up was one of the more 
important or influential music groups in the UK. A lot of people will call them a grime group, but they did a lot of hip hop as well and other stuff. Yeah. Um, Riggs, at Liquidy, um, show them. I was in hit him up at one point, but yeah, Riggs, he's just like, he had a, I was just about to say he's like a barn leader, but he actually had a project called Barn Leader. That's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he's <laughs> Do you want to name any other, any other of his? Uh, yeah. Uh, Flow Cabular. <laughs> We've not brought it out, but no, no, Riggs is, one, he was a pioneer. He definitely, um, what he did with, with Sick was, he did flows that I was doing on hip hop that I didn't think would translate to a grime that well and now and again I would actually accidentally do them anyway just because of my hip hop flow yeah yeah and Riggs also did that as well so when I heard him I'm like yo is this guy biting my shit but there's no way it's impossible because I weren't out there like that people didn't hear me it was just like someone on the same wavelength and he had this like triplet like his flows was crazy so uh and Riggs is definitely someone that made me push my pen harder whenever yeah. I was in writing sessions with him. You see, I I, I, I spoke to Riggs at that um, that Gets event we yeah, had, yeah. and um, he was a cool guy, he was sound. Yeah, but for guy. me, with Riggs, I was a massive fan of him growing up, but when what happened to Shifty, what happened? Because they was all part of, yeah, even though they might not have been in the same crew and that, it was all collective. One Mayhem and hit him up. when Shifty, became one kind of. whatever happened with him, for me, the whole firm fell off. Because they was all on a ship together, whereas Shifty wouldn't have been Shifty without Wrigley and Slayer and all this. I thought the collective... Together they'd be Yeah, and when Shifty, what happened with Shifty, and obviously Shifty stopped, had to stop what he was doing. I thought the whole firm fucked up. Do you know what I mean? The whole firm weren't the same anymore. I think what happened was as well is like, everyone at that point all got known for grime and grime sets in a certain way. Mm and all these weird stars aligned where everyone just started to go and experiment or go back to what they was originally doing yeah. or that the shifty accident happened Riggs was doing different types of music I was doing different types of music I'd just gone I just totally said I don't want to do grime anymore like and then just started back to hip hop because I started on hip hop mm. and went to grime and then just back to hip hop again um, them times I, I didn't realise I could do both I had to choose one or the other and a lot of artists did that just started going elsewhere yeah. doing other sounds and shit and the grime scene in Manchester the whole grime scene just stopped the thing is with the Manchester grime scene as well is if you remember at the time any opportunities that we had someone messed it up it was always mad like the decks at uh, Unity I don't know if it was even called Unity was it even Unity like the decks at the, uh, one of the radio stations one of the, like the community radio stations yeah the decks got nicked and equipment that, used to get nicked and this used to happen that, and shows used to get locked down through fighting and do you remember the set who jacked the mic do you reckon that's why that was called that because that set was fucking someone, sick someone mate. there was actually CCTV footage of it going about if you know put it in the comments if you want um Someone nicking the stuff. Allegedly. Not like, don't put who, who, what it was, but like, I'm sure it's in a video or in a yeah, DVD. Yeah, like, if you want Crime Stoppers number to be across the bottom here now, just send <laughs> nah, it to Crime Stoppers. Don't put and, um, name in the comments. Yeah. Like that. Well, I think it killed a lot of Manchester music as well, is when we went through that certain point of like, every show was getting locked off. Like, yeah. I remember when Gets came up here and it, it got locked off and then... That Sway one did. Sway mm. one did. K Hulk one did. 
Yeah. Um, even like the DMX concert, I was I stood outside queuing up to go and watch DMX and someone started shooting at near the Yeah, that was probably DMX, wasn't it, on the bike? Like <laughs> that was probably DMX. Who done that? Manchester's wild. There's always like the little man syndrome whenever people from the capital come or other countries come that are known for being hood. <laughs> yeah. Because we get our hood and our like shit we go through gets overlooked and people back in the day wouldn't have put Manny is a like the majority of Manchester is a hood or or on the privileged areas and shit like that and doing what anyone else is doing. So people from our city would always try and just prove it outside events and shit like that and everything would always get locked up, especially the grime guys. A big part of that as well is when that music scene, if we go back to that point when that was so big that everyone was kids. Yeah, everyone was everyone who was a fan was kids because all the artists were kids and everything, so everyone was nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone had something to prove. So, they? is that three? Number three, who's number four? You so, said three, didn't I you? Had, um, Shifter. Hypes and Rigsley. Maybe number four. Hmm. I'm going to go with Meanie. Meanie has to be on the list. Surprised you and Meanie have not done a track together. I know it was always on the cards. Yeah. We did that um, set we were speaking about before. Yeah. We did a set. Um, was it All FM, that was it? All FM, yeah. With... Um, the show was the with Gabs and someone else like my my friends used to have a show on all FM. I think it was like Bayer and Shay Dog and all them. Yeah, yeah. It's the what was their show called? Urban Explosion. Urban Explosion show. Yeah, yeah. So one day I was just down there anyway, and I think they had Meany scheduled to come in. Me and Meany didn't really know each other like that. Yeah. So anyway, Meany comes in, and. Yeah, man, just threw the instrumentals on back to back for a good 10 minutes, something. And it was fire, he was fire, I was fire. Yeah. It just, it was the synergy that you thought that would have because our styles weren't too far off. He was more talking about road, road shit. Like, he is sick, man. Yeah. Super yeah. street. One of shit. my personal yeah. favourites. Same. I, I rate him highly. But he was talking about super, like, intimate, probably happened street shit. Like, yeah. And I was rapping about life and everything and whatnot, but we had like the same similar patterns and like with the flows and structure. So structure and all that was similar, but content was totally different. Audiences were totally different. That's why we never stepped on each other's toes. It was never no friction. It was never no real nothing like that. He, He had his audience, I had my audience, but together on that set, it locked in and sounded sick. But that's a set that's like amongst little circles. It's infamous because yeah, people yeah. have spoke about it before, and everyone's like, "Oh, what does a shot in Meany set?" Because we never got on a tune, and I had a full tune wrote for him. Yeah, and I remember the tune, and I just Same never yeah. got round to giving it him. <laughs> when I, I just because it was it was even like it was hard at them times, you know, emailing people yeah. and all this type of shit. It was just tough, and like it was just longer. Man, I never really got the tune to him. Um, both of our faults and whatnot, and then by the time you're able to get a tune to him, the songs stale. Everything's different. Yeah, you need to do something new. Meanie's so, one of them as well. He comes back, drops an album, smashes it for six months, and then <coughs> vanishes for two years. Yeah, because he's doing whatever else he's doing. But uh, he's do- he does like his house music now, doesn't he? Yeah, like he's it's heavily spine. But yeah. in a way, by doing that, to me, he stays relevant because still his last piece of work was amazing. 
even though he's not made nothing for ages. Yeah. Such as Getz, to me, Getz can't do no wrong. Yeah. But his last yeah. album, I didn't like because, do you know what I feel like I've done with that part of my life where I've lo- loved him yeah. and killed him and listened to his tunes obsess- obsessively. Yeah. And then now, it's like I'm done with him. And not that he's any Got worse as an it. artist, yeah, yeah. it's just that me personally, yeah. my cup for his music is full. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with that part. Yeah, so yeah. meanly, because I always expect more from it, like more music, which he doesn't release. Yeah. I'm still waiting on that next thing. So he always yeah, sells yeah. it, stays full, relevant yeah. in my mind. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. he, he don't do enough. But he keeps it relevant to keep yourself in your well, mind. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting back on that. I was going to say, if Eminem would have stayed for fucking you know, yeah, Don't get him back into Eminem. Fuck Eminem. For fuck's sake. Yeah, uh, fuck off. <laughs> that other joke. Um, so, number, number five. And uh, number five, top five money of all time. Um, this guy has to be Tyler. Friends. Oh, hip hop. Oh, yeah. I, boy, I can't let him say that. <laughs> nah, like, after he already knows. I've already said that for years. Shit. How can I? How can you have five though, bro? All right. Can I redo it? Nah, nah, nah. It's out there now. It's out there. I've got a new question for you. No, because I need to put two people on the list, didn't it? Tell me. Right, we'll give you the top seven, no order. Who's the other two people? <laughs> No, because I've not done five then. I've only done, I've only done six if I give you two more. Rick, no, because you don't mix. Shift it, Riggs. Um, Hypes, Mina. Uh, T. Briggsy. That's six. So if we've got a top seven. Yeah. I mean, seventh. All time, man. Um, fucking... Yeah, Should we just go to hundred? <laughs> <laughs> Seven top. We're about to be the hundred. Hey, be mine. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> Fuck, it's hard, isn't it? Um, it's fucking awkward. Come <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, well, it's the right. I can't, I can't narrow it down it's hard from the new sort of sorry one sec from the new sort of like kids that are coming out in Manchester now do you still pay even though you're not rapping you're still paying attention to the, the scene sort of thing I am rapping yeah but you know you've done your Salt of the Earth album yeah yeah Um. yeah I pay attention but um, I don't I'm still always the same me well, yeah, I was always kind of under the under a rock anyway. Yeah, and yeah. that first group of people, uh, like we, we've been talking about today, that was the firm I knew of, and then I was always just under a rock. All these new people came, I didn't really know. But this now, this generation now, this generation of money is exciting. Yeah, these guys now. Yeah, everyone knows H. Yeah. H is doing his shit, and that's insane because he's from like. North Manchester as well. Yeah, like from my the side. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And he's doing sick. Um, but Meeks, yeah. Meeks Manny is the fucking, he's the guy. Meeks Manny is the illest. In, your in my opinion, opinion. Is a new generation as good as the old generation that, that you came up in and come out in? They might be, they if, might if be better. The, if there was two, two if there were two teams which team would be better the new generation or the it old it depends what, what both the in task, the prime it depends what the task was what would be the task if the task is to have a clash 
No, to make the best music possible. Um, then probably the newer generation win overall. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, if I'm being honest, they just have technologies advanced. Yeah. Sounds have advanced. Everyone's become more educated with certain things and all that. And like um, the younger generation um, have been more. Their more their focus has been more about making hit records. So people in learn. comparison, what yeah. you're saying there, you think H is better than Shifty was in his prime? It, for selling re- for Not selling for records, sell- musically. Um, I I can't give him that yet. I can't say he's better. He's better than Shifty yet. Like Shifty, mm. but I'd say musically. For putting out yeah, to making a good song songs and going in. that are going off, that you have to give yeah. it H because he's he doing it consistently, in it, and he's he's. You kind of got to look at what we were just saying then. Like the new generation have had people to learn from, like Shift, there, like Riggs, like yourself. Like yeah. they've watched everyone go through, you know, Bluetooth on the phone to doing the yeah. sets and all that. Whereas when we first got into it, the, the money scene was non-existent to the point of yeah. like there was a couple like there was old broken English and a few of the older guys and that like fucking Ed Blainer Ed Blainer <laughs> <laughs> like the, the hip hop and grime scene I was the old from what I remember being in high school I was the only rapper in my high school yeah. and as far as I knew I was the only rapper in Salford until I met like one or two other guys who were in the 30s and 40s yeah, there was no one was. to go oh right so if I would have been <laughs> my age now at 17 I could go Fucking hell, like Shifty's done all that. So yeah. if I do it similar to that, or if he, if you, he rhymes three words in a row, so if yeah. I do that, I can make my rhyme yeah. better. And but also, just, even if the artist doesn't particularly pay attention to the, the Mancunian artists that came before them, yeah. then Mancunian artists still made our sound palatable, was yeah. still was the ones that gained the trust of the nightclubs and, you know, you can make money off yeah. homegrown music. It was still... Myself, Broken English, Tyler, Floss Mode, or whoever it was, all these different people through all over the years that made Manchester become a plausible music scene. Yeah. So now, soon as artists land, they don't need to do all that. Yeah, yeah. They land, there's an audience, and then you get things like Grime Daily and whatnot. Yeah. And then it's just boom. They don't have to go and convince this night yeah, that's yeah. not going to get shot up. one thing I know <laughs> which to you go. probably will do you know what I mean one it's thing like... I noticed when I was managing youngins like when you like I said when I was in high school I was the only rapper in my high school and everyone yeah. used to say oh he thinks he's American yeah. like that was I the remember. thing that always which stuck which he there. did which I did yeah not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, How the young? NBA tracks so but probably you know what it was we was just we was just the kids like the way the youngers are now yeah we was that then because the youngers now are super Americanized that's the way we was we was rapping on all them California beats we was talking about with this certain slang and like what these guys are using now I had a caddy and that but it just didn't it weren't yeah but these all grew up with high school musical and perms in school this is what I'm trying to say with being in school like if you're a rapper in say you're a 15 year old now and you can you've got a decent little flow in that and you can put a few multi-syllables together people in your school are more willing to go he's a rapper now oh no way you've been on link up so you're in a school where you've got it's acceptable 300 people in a year so that 300 people are automatically a fan base of yours yeah. then you've got Snapchat you've got Instagram you've got Facebook Twitter when Why we were spitting you, you had MySpace didn't come in until 
I was probably three years into rapping. Yeah, and your MySpace didn't do shit really unless nah, you did the legwork. Unless work. she was Lily Allen, like no Get one Get a caretaker job and just rap on the playground then, you got 300 pounds. <laughs> the only way you got a push on MySpace was MySpace for somebody else sopping. with a big following to even put your tune in their music player. Yeah, yeah. Tom and used to win someone has me. to go and click that then. <laughs> do you know what I mean? To go and find you. And that's why Shifty was such a beast because Shifty fucking killed the MySpace game. He kept with Shifty's MySpace. He must have made a fortune on their mixtape. Shifty was the first person yeah. I ever seen hit a million views. And yeah. that was on MySpace. insane. Hey, what of them was me, you know. Then they had the EA. <laughs> I swear to God. I, I, was my blown away still when, I was blown away when they had the EA soundtrack yeah, song. Big like that was the EA. first, like, that's one of the first UK things where it's like, yo, this is a big, like, contract. Yeah, like, this is EA Sports. There's a need for speed. And you, you the video's like a computer game, so shout-outs to Blizz and Slay as well. So, another one, who would you say, in order, including yourself, in order. if you want to, mm-hmm. is the top five UK rappers at the moment? At the moment? Yeah. Talent-wise. Oh, me, number one. Um, Lunacy, number two. Um, rapping at the moment. Wretch um, <sighs> is sat out at the minute. I have to put Wretch in there because he's always active in it, really. Yeah, he's always doing something, Wretch. Yeah, so we're talking Lewis is doing the night, Wretch, that third. Probably that. Probably like Avellino or like. Um, Who's a fucking crazy rapper? Because we're just talking about guys who can rap in it, like. Mm. Um. Me. Who did I say? Luna. Me. Luna. Luna. Now me, Luna, Wretch. Um. Fucking rappers, Tyler Daly. Does he still rap though, Tyler Day? Like? Yeah, he still raps. Because yeah. I know we listen to the Children's Zoo stuff, which is yeah, like singing. He's not hood man anymore, is he? No, he's not. Good. Don't go by hood man. He still raps on Children's Zoo songs as well. Yeah, um, and I had the other one in my head as well, and it's just totally gone out of my head. Me, Luna, uh, Wretch, Tyler, Tyler, Tony D. Yeah, good shout. Is there anyone rappers, just rappers who's not talking about one? being popular or selling records and now we're going to talk about who's your top five most overrated artists in the UK <laughs> shit just be honest be really honest it's your opinion as a fan you're not dissing him you're saying who you think's overrated the top five people I'm not going to do it so one thing I'll go into because I'll edit this in a bit early but um, so you've got the Canada Mm. Um, you've linked up with P-Mac yeah. who's now your manager as well yep. um, for those that don't know P-Mac's worked with everyone from Drake to Warren W Melly to everyone pretty yeah, much aren't um, a lot of people where did the salt of the earth sound come from how did that come about salt of the earth we was um, I was doing funnily enough I was just in my mate's basement and, that, and we was doing voiceovers for a cartoon 
and the voiceover like you do. Like you do. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the cartoon; it's brilliant. Yeah, it? we we actually made this cartoon called Dope Boy Chris. We might put it out actually. Should put it out on this channel. Yeah, give sick. it as well. Put yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. Put it out. Um, this cartoon. So we do the voiceover, and one of the characters in the cartoon is a wrestler that gets fired by Vince McMahon for not taking enough steroids. So <laughs> as he's walking, and that's one of the characters I'm playing. And as he's walking home, in one of the scenes, he sings this ballad. And there's a, a a note, and up until this point, I didn't know I could sing. Do you know, like when you think you can, when you're in the shower and all that, and you're like, <laughs> can, can I sing? Like, <laughs> yeah. I think I might be able to, you know. And then, but you're a shitbag, so you don't want to try it. No, but <laughs> it was like that. And then, so I had to do this for the for work. So I sing and hit the note, and the geezer literally like, yo, I didn't know you could do that. I was like, yo, I didn't. It was weird. Was it like hustle and flow? It was probably like hustle and flow. <laughs> was it like, it was like hustle and flow. <laughs> it was like hustle and flow. Cut the fan off. <laughs> yeah. so I feel hard out here for a bit. <laughs> we did all the takes and finished the cartoon audio shit that we needed to do that night. Then we was getting drunk in it. So then he was like, oh, taking the piss or you can sing whatever. What songs do you know? And then, but I've always as far as singing goes I've always been a super big indie fan that's been like as far as Oasis Sartate Monkeys all the old Manchester scene that's I've just come up with that as much as I like listen to hip hop I'll throw that on as well I love that shit like but you back in the day the way it was you didn't you didn't admit that yeah it wasn't cool to, I mean? unless you was into that scene even my closest mates <laughs> like it was like coming out of the closet scene <laughs> like in there. They're all listening they're all listening to Arctic Monkeys behind closed doors. Yeah. And we all are, but they're The man comes in, like, oh, what are you doing in there? Are you wanking in the room with yeah. your headphones on? Ah, nothing. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, so then when he was like, Yo, sing some songs, what songs do you know? I didn't know any songs. Because yeah. he was like trying to convince me, oh, because of this note you can definitely sing. I was like So he's like, Yo, sing some songs. And I only knew like Oasis songs or whatever, or like fucking Arctic Monkey songs. And so when we were singing the songs, and I had a drink, and there's a geezer playing the guitar, and I, yeah, man, it was sounding sick. So they convinced me to do a recording session and we just work on this one song, write a song. And they was playing whatever, and I'd be like, nah, that's too American, that's too like Canadian sound, try and get it to an English sounding yeah. thing. And we end up with this song called Terry, and it was weird. It's like this. Terry it's like a geezer was a bully and I couldn't come away from like the hip hop way of just throwing bare bars in and just, yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't come, it was just this weird Have it we was still sick got it? they'll have it on the computer <laughs> yeah, I can probably go it. Um, but they all loved it yeah like the um, I say they all it was Jules Lynch who wrote and produced most of the thing with me yeah like, he wrote nearly every song and he plays bass in, in the band but he was a big writer and that done a lot of the guitar and bass and there's a guy called Lucius Brown there. And um, <laughs> Lucius Brown is a producer, Tone Mason. Um, and they're big out there. They produced for bare people and got big plaques and all this type of shit. But I didn't really know it at the time. So he was in the session. I gave, um, we did this tune. They loved the tune. And then I was gassed then, like, yo, let's just do bare tunes. Like, no, no, that didn't it. They loved the tune. And then I had to go. I went back to where I was staying. They was thinking, yo, we need to do more music like this. But how do you make him do that when he's sober? Yeah, like yeah. he's not gonna want to do it tomorrow. He's gonna like be like, yo, I'll delete that shit. And they didn't know how to bring it up. 
But I've gone home like, yo, I just found something crazy. This sounds yeah. sick. And I was proper loving it. And then the uh, next day I went there, I was like, yo, we should do a full album like this. Buzzing. So we did a, took us about a day, two days to do the majority of the yeah. songs, just scratch demos in a basement, little bullshit sounds and that. Like it sounded all right. And we didn't have most of the mixtape. We didn't have most of the album. Turn, and then Lucius takes the shit off the fucking computer when I yeah. when I left that night or whatnot. Takes the shit off the computer and then goes to Sony. And he was showing them. He had a bunch of stuff to show them. And he, he wasn't even sh- showing them your stuff, was it? Nah, not really. Or so they say. He yeah. says he planned to show them everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. yeah. Um, and they say otherwise so whoever yeah. I tend to believe him more yeah kind yeah. of do you know what I mean um, so yeah boom he's skipping through tracks of this like <laughs> hip hop stuff from Toronto that he's showing a guy called uh, Big C from Sony Records in Canada Craig Mannix and he's showing them and he's showing him all this stuff and nothing was hitting with Craig and he skips over and then like the little guitar line from Shoe Dill pops in yeah. and they're like oh we want to hear that what's this so he's like oh it's this rock and roll shit we was working on last night plays him a bunch of songs um, and then they're like oh who is it and like it's shot arrow. so um, yeah they took the um, he took the demos to Craig Mannix and that and he he wasn't liking anything he heard got um yeah. Got to shoot, they heard the guitar line, and then he wanted to hear it. And he called this geezer down, another A and R, Joe Ferrari, and calls him down. They're listening to it. They're like, "Oh, who's this?" And my friends like, "Oh, it's Shy Oro." They're like, "What? The battle rapper? No way!" Like they knew of me already because a year before I'd brought art. No, not a year before. Like two years before, I brought sixteen minutes past yeah, three out, and I did all right on the Canadian circuit yeah. a bit. I expect like the labels heard it and stuff. I remember these two guys came up to me when I was at one of the King of the Dark events. I gave them a CD and that. So anyway, they remembered me. They said, and this was just off bullshit scratch demos. This is before we recorded it all. They upstreamed it to the main guy, uh, Shane Carl. And he was just like, yeah, fuck it. Sign it. It's sick. But this was just shit that we just recorded in a basement me and one other guy there's no band yeah, yeah. there's nothing there. and then so Lucius comes back and he's like yo Sony wanna see you tomorrow wanna see you perform this shit <laughs> so you never performed it <laughs> nah it's like it's like days old as well I'm like I don't know this song I yeah. don't know how to sing live I don't know none of that like was you nervous shit in it did any of this stuff off the scratch demo make the album yeah, the whole scratch demo was the album, but there wasn't lanyards. But the scratch demo sound was terrible. We had to yeah, just record, record it live in the basement. So thing. where we went, the basement where we went to um, perform for them. Luckily, one of the guys that had come and worked on a few of the songs, this guy called Jesse Klein, he come and worked on a few songs. His friend Quinn had this house he was going to knock down, yeah, and we could use the basement for a few months. So we just assembled a band, borrowing this drummer from here and that yeah. there, Jesse, Jules and whatnot, make this band, learn the tunes, <coughs> rehearse, and then go and perform for Sony in this basement. Yeah. Fucking didn't know what the fuck we was doing. Anyway, it worked, they loved it. Come outside, they're like, oh yeah, we want to sign it. Anyway, then we have to go and 
higher or we could have gone to a studio and just spent the money on a studio or we just thought yo let's just go and hire all the equipment that we need put it in this basement where we did the thing <laughs> and we can just smoke shit loads of weed and do the sickest album ever so like a film <laughs> yeah like a film bro it was fucking crazy so we did that and the house is massive some beautiful house i've got pictures as well so i'll send them yeah. so you can just pop them in so the house was fucking sick um and then um we was just like back garden big massive back garden artist the boys was just chilling doing whatever drinking smoking making these sick tunes flew liam williams out from england yeah to yeah. engineer it so he was engineering it all he was like a fucking mad scientist in there it was mad and we just rigged up this whole this old house with all this fucking equipment and just smashed the shit out of it Did you have a bedroom there. in there nah i'd always go home every night because i was, at the time i was with a girl in canada so i was staying like i was, had my gaff and that yeah. so i would just go home every night um was you nervous about putting salt of the earth out yeah Definitely. More nervous than any sort of hip hop album you've done. Yeah, definitely because it's just like yo, <laughs> know what to no one's like, what the fuck is this? I'm not gonna lie, when you rang me and you said I'm, I'm working <laughs> on some new music, yeah, uh, I'm singing like Oasis. I was like, yeah, that sounds it. Put the phone down. I was like, what? When you showing it me? A couple of days ago, I think it took a couple of days, and I was like, why not? Like, why walk that work? And then when you show me a song, because obviously when you when you rang me and told me. Your explanation of it wasn't the best. Yeah. You said, I'm going to black out all my social media and I'm going to release a song like Oasis. So I thought, <laughs> cool, yeah, I'll back it. He's not had his meds. And the only reason I said like Oasis is because I was like, I didn't want to explain the sound. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the closest thing to what uh, people had already said because of the accent when singing and it's indie rock was, oh, it's like Oasis. So I just wanted to, because he was a hip hop head and that. And so I had to be like, yo, it's gonna be like Oasis, but with like aggressive like rhymes and crap. Yeah, you told me you were still gonna rap. You on see, it. when yeah. I first heard it, I didn't know how to feel about it. I didn't know how I felt betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I didn't know how to feel about it, but yeah. I actually think it's probably your best body of work. Isn't? Top one, man. I, I definitely yeah. think it's better than it is. But I at first, that, I didn't know how to feel because it, it was a it was a shock to me. Yeah. yeah. Shot is someone I'd listened to for years. Yeah. Was singing and I was like, it's like he was cheating on me or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I didn't know how to feel yeah. about I it. Think, all. Yeah, I like, think the biggest surprise was yeah, well, like it grown on me. Hard. Obviously, I've always been a fan of hip hop and music anyway, but. I was surprised and I don't even know why I was surprised I was surprised that it was good yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, when yeah, I say yeah. good I it wasn't like that was good it like it was sick like when I was listening I was like I would listen to this if this wasn't you anyway yeah yeah like I show him Billy's dad's a massive fan of like Oasis New Order like they, he, you know he went Glastonbury for years and yeah, all that yeah. he's heavy into all that shit and he, he loves it like yeah, yeah. all his mates listen to it and he's like if I'd have shown them one of your grime or hip hop tunes, they'd have gone, shit this. Yeah. It's a whole new different ball game now. Yeah, man. It's just something I've always been into. Like, you can tell, like, by the way I do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not something I just jumped on. A lot of people, not a lot of people, but there's a few people that was like, oh, he's just switching on. You're going to get that anyway. If you put a grime tune out, hip hop heads would be like, oh, yeah. You know what? I feel yeah, like it, just, the album yeah. came to me at the right age because it made me 
broaden my horizons on music because I was yeah. just a grindhead, me and hip hop. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to be yourself, yeah. I wouldn't have took the time to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Do you get me? That's what, do you I, like what I mean. So I feel like it's opened my ears up a bit. I've always seen the similarities in like indie rock and roll and hip hop. Anyway, yeah. like if you listen to like Arctic Monkeys, like the way. Um, Alex Turner rhymes and stuff like that like it's proper hip hop and yeah. it's just another version of telling like council estate stories in it yeah and I if everyone's always seen my footage and the way I am as a person and you know I'm as mank as it I'm just like I am a it's, it's more so weird that I'm a rapper <laughs> yeah. yeah do you know what I mean I used to like that Jamie T actually he's a bit and remember him do, people only told me about Jamie T when people was like oh like you know when I'm excited to do like this people was like oh you're like a rapping like indie like Jamie yeah. T but then when I heard it it was like oh it's not really like yeah. my have you noticed your crowds mean. change yeah definitely and like <laughs> wait one sec before you go into that yeah do you prefer doing the indie shows or do you prefer doing like Say for example, do you miss doing the Blackburn Moss team sort of show? Yeah. Or do you prefer <laughs> with doing... hood rats? No, <laughs> Blackburn, I've got. I'll show you footage to the Blackburn. Blackburn, mate. I've been to Blackburn. It's in every gaff. Mad. How mad was that? Crazy. Shot, he was on stage. Yeah. You from Blackburn? Are you watching this? Don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was on stage. The room was rammed door to door, wasn't it? Like, um, bait to the point where he was like splits on stage and the security couldn't physically get yeah, to you to stop you smoking on stage because it was that busy yeah. and uh, Shotty ran off stage and threw up and ran back out stage yeah, <laughs> out of like the hip hop sort of shows at the peak the best hip hop show you've ever done and the best <laughs> indie show you've ever done which one would you go to? the best indie show why? because it was um either day one or day two the Manchester show sort of the earth and everyone was there all yeah, my friends I, I all my family then loads of people was getting turned away off the guest list like there was fans we had to do two days back to back fans was stacked outside my phone was banging off people come from absolutely everywhere and the, like you could just see like beside it being me the music meant a lot to everyone everyone was singing the well, shit I was amazed was how like, many Yo. people were singing like when I say people I was stood at the front and I turned around at one point and looked at the crowd and I remember this guy who he must have been 65 maybe yeah. and he was singing word for word every song yeah man it's mad which is mad and we got that in Canada and that as well and it's like it's fucking insane like it means a lot to people like that style that that's that's me style in it whether I'm like I'm always gonna do hip hop, and it's gonna be blend. Like I see it, like it's like um, you can even put a graphic up if you want. So there's like from indie rock to hip hop, there's a slider in it. Yeah. Like this way, don't put no. <laughs> I was like, yeah. got that. What it goes in your mouth? That's mad. That. So, so, <laughs> so every now and again, yeah, I'll just teeter it where I want to teeter it on. Indie or hip hop. Do you think you'll go back to doing? I know a lot of fans on Twitter ask you this. Do you think you'll go back to doing like a hip hop album or EP or? Yeah, definitely. Um, in music, it's like people forget that we're just making fucking songs and we're just making sounds and yeah. shit. And people didn't get on Michael Jackson's case for bringing fucking guitars in and bringing Van Halen in and whoever into Don't his shit. <laughs> people didn't get that's not the best Talking thing I about put Michael music. Jackson <laughs> so anyway back into the next one didn't get Michael Jackson's case fucking hard word choice I knew there's something going on at that Sony in Canada it's like BBT <laughs> you're all wrong doing that one anyway. oh, right, that's a big edit <sighs> no we're not taking the bit out <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Why do we have to edit the Michael Jackson bit? I'll just comment it underneath anyway. <laughs> what? Uh, what? So. <laughs> yeah. Hi, welcome to the Gringo Show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so what's what? Right. So what? What's next? Are you working on like a? <laughs> Salt of the Earth 2 or is it more hip hop or what? It's leaning more towards hip hop. There will be guitar elements in there and elements yeah. what people would say that is indie, but I think on this, the, the stuff that I'm working on now, I'm leaning more towards um, more traditional hip hop structures. Okay. There's some new, like there's some modern, newish. <laughs> I like to innovate in it. I'm a bit of like a, I don't know. I like to try and figure stuff out. So there's innovative shit on a new album, but I don't ever make like weird shit. You like to explore music. Yeah, but within like a certain, Bracket. you know, like if you were to talk- going to start playing the triangle. Yeah, I'm not going to put like, <laughs> I'm not going to put like chocolate cake with fucking yeah. pasta and sauce and a fucking, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's good, it's ingredients that- Is there anyone you want to- together. Trying to make the perfect cake. That's it. Is there anyone you want to work with from Manchester that you've never worked with before that you think could be good for an album or even just a random single feature or um oh yeah um there's a few man to be honest like I like to say like a lot of the new generation is sick Me- yeah. Meek's man is sick um Tundi's sick 24k um there's a lot you know is there anyone you think you'd make a hit song with who's in the Manchester scene at the moment or I think with both yours, both yours on a song would do well. Um, I'd like to see you and Bugsy me. I, I, it would be pretty good. I don't know about like, because if you're thinking if it would do well, then you have to just look at who's the most popular, the biggest outreach. Like, I have to impress these audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you would say Bugsy in it. It's easy. But yeah. like, when I think of collaborating, I think of the sound and what would sound good The reason I say that is what audio sound? would sound good. Huh? Who do you think would complement your sound? Um, and you do the same for them. Like DRS, DRS has like lower, deeper tones yeah. and stuff as opposed to my higher tones and shit. They're the types of things I think of. And like, um, or, or like someone who's gonna be able to do the acrobatics with me if we're gonna bam 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 yeah. syllabics or speed up or something like that. And then obviously like the singers like uh, uh, DDB. Yeah, she's crazy because she's in like her own lane as well. Do yeah. you know what I mean? She's I like that totally um, alien as far. As I always like, get his name wrong, so if I get it wrong, I apologize. But I think it's KSR. Yeah, K- yeah. He's, he's always sick. with Children of Zeus. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely fire, sick. Fire, fire. Um, he'd be good. I reckon you and him would do something. Like yeah, that. obviously, uh, Robin Knights. Yeah, uh, that's my cousin. That's eventually going to happen. Yeah, just cause. Sort of family thing in it, but yeah, you kind of got it. <laughs> I've always just wanted to let her do a thing on her own. I didn't know want anyone to be like, Oh, you only got where you got to because of this. And like, yeah, no shouts to Robin, she's smashing it. Definitely, no one can ever like bring no one can ever really bring my name up around her. Like, she didn't, like, yeah, most do people don't even own. know your cousin, so that's exactly that's how we wanted to she's do done. it. So, in, in the future, like, and what cousins, cousins, like my mum, her sister is yeah. Bobby's mum. Not what I mean, our kid, because we're his hamster's cousin's brother in law's <laughs> My dog's nephew, yeah. that's how we know each yeah. other. His mum makes him hang about with me. 
But yeah, anything else you want to... Yeah, I want to dive into. So how did you... How did it come about that your music career all of a sudden took you on the path of acting? Um, I think... Well, it's not that I think it was the... It was early on. It was... So when you're doing... You're going on any, like, mission, like what we're doing, whether it's the podcast or the music game and that, it's a long journey and that. And some things that you might think are was wasted, they're not the seeds that you plant in it. So early on in my career... I did um, I worked with Ed Lilly yeah. and I did a few videos with the high rise guys and that and I did Winner's Anthem with Ed Lilly yeah. Ed Lilly's the director that was the one that was walking yeah. like through the malls or something yeah and with a cage fighter with Dan Dan Hardy oh, yeah 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 I like that one so I did that I did, we did the sickness with high rise and that so me and Ed Lilly done like I think it was four videos together back to back so we started building up a friendship and whatnot. Um, and then so he would check on what I was doing and then he got into the battle rap game and obviously don't flop when yeah. big and all that well, they were the consultants he didn't get into the, the game like he wasn't working yet. he was just like a fan like you know yeah. watching the shit he's been to events he's been, been to um, events and that the director Ed Lilly of, yeah. of Versus well, if he was going to make a UK battle rap film and yep. he wanted an ice spin why didn't he ask Luna C do you know what though like you've hit a point there as well though because like I do think it weird, I do think it's weird that Luna weren't in it and I don't know how that happened whether it was Luna's camp or I think the or thing the is film. though I do kind of understand it in a, in a film making point of view if you put one person you've got to put everyone in yeah. and then it's like bodied whereas bodied had so many little cameos some yeah. of them felt forced to the point of like <laughs> oh shit we've got to put right. I mean Lux and Hollow for example they were part of the film but if they would have just had Lux walk past going got a chip like yeah. pointless you just wasted Lux yeah, in the yeah, movie yeah, yeah. whereas true. I think they did the right even like shuffles in the film but he's only in it for a split second you're an actual character in the movie which I think is hmm. probably the best way to do it because then let's be real we're battle rappers we're not actors yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A, obviously it's an acting it's a theatre performance on stage yeah. but we're not trained actors yeah like I, you know, I can't do what Andy Ellis can do. Yeah, um, they're amazing. But he could step on stage, and boy, he probably could. Fucking hell, <laughs> yeah, he probably could. You know, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but I think that's ma- it made it more of a film because versus for me watching it for the first time was a drama that was set in battle rap. It wasn't a battle rap film with drama. Yeah. It was about Connor's character and everything else. Definitely. He just happened to be into yeah, battle rap. Yeah, battle rap was like the medium. Like, you know what I mean, like what it was. So it made sense having with. someone like yourself on there. Obviously, you was you still are the most viewed so if you're going to make it credible in the battle rap community you've got to have me on you've it you've got to have someone on there haven't you Definitely. so what was your name again in the film Slaughter <laughs> Slaughter so can I speak to Slaughter a second yeah I mate who do you think won <laughs> uh, who do you one? think won in that last battle on the beach me. I thought you got robbed to be honest me I won <laughs> did you they didn't announce the winner yeah, but sort of thinks he won. Is that a, is that a new finger? Yeah, it was promo. Slaughter, slaughter never lost. <laughs> Just this for slaughter. Who do you think would win, Shot or Slaughter? Shot <laughs> um, Is acting something you'd consider going into again, or is that kind of done its thing? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. I had a buzz on set with Ed and. Would you want to play something else other than a battle rapper? Now? Yeah, definitely. But that was a perfect way to to, to be introduced into it. Yeah. Something that I know, yeah. um, it was like doing the game on easy. Yeah, something that I know a lot. Of, You're not really acting like you are. You was yeah. acting in the sort of confrontational scenes. Yeah, but. yeah. And then you, you know, like knowing the director and that, 
Yeah, made it easier. Yeah, and then a lot of the cast knew who I was, yeah. so conversation was easy and quick, and then I knew a, a lot who they was as yeah. well. So. And then, yeah, I love all them guys. We're like a family, man, so. An important one, if you was to do more acting, yeah. could you get me a part? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what would you like to play next? Ooh. A dandelion. Yeah, <laughs> a dandelion. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's doing it though, and he's a natural though. Self tape. <laughs> I think it'd be sick to be like, there's all these uh, superhero films. Let's be a superhero. What about a series? Nah, just in it somehow, like, not even not even a superhero. Lex like, Luthor. Well, yeah, a wrestler. Bald, it? <laughs> it, it, yeah, anything like that. Like, it would be sick to just be. Jimmy Grimble in too. Like, Jimmy Grimball. Yeah. Uh, hey kids, that's shorty horror. <laughs> that sick. Jimmy, um, what's it to Gordon? Anything as long as it was a good something good and like it was a bit of decent money about it. <laughs> <laughs> you play anything for the right don't, don't yeah, do to be honest. <laughs> hey, fake tax there. <laughs> <laughs> fake tax <laughs> it depends. Yeah. Send us a little DM here and say how much you're offering, we'll all be on it. Where is it? Um but yeah, so as far as the music, what's coming from that next? Um Anything I have a song. It probably will be out by the time. This, no, it won't be out, but you'll probably know by by the time. Yeah. We saw you on Twitter and it. Yeah, I just did a song with James Arthur and Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I'm excited about that. It's one of my favourite songs I've done in years, to be honest. Yeah, I've seen James Arthur preview a little bit the other day. It seems to have gone down. Yeah, really we've been speaking and like um, everything's like 99.9 percent done and you know what that means in the music industry it means it's not done yeah so like we're just waiting on a few little pieces of paper just waiting for someone signed. to go yeah, so yeah who, who would you say is the artist are you and James James is a big lad you know <laughs> is that yeah is that no so that's going to be insane if you was going to watch a podcast yep. in your own time on which one would you watch the Arcade podcast there you go. <laughs> if we get a thousand subscribers. Hey, so listen, as it stands as usual, if we get 10,000 views on this, our kid will smoke crack on the next show. If we get a thousand uh, subscribers on Twitter, I'll battle someone on Premier Battles. There we go. If we get a million views on this, shot you'll smoke crack for good forever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching the Arcade Podcast. I have been Bison Briggs. This has been Jay Gringo Green. Joined alongside Mr. Shotty Horror. Nice, nice one, one for coming Arcade. on. Say bye, Shot. Make sure you comment. Make sure you. Uh, make sure you <laughs> Make sure you click subscribe, leave a comment, let us know you want to get on the podcast next or anything you want us to ask Shotty and we'll get him caught up at Apex September 7th. Go and get your tickets, premierbattles.club, Arcade Podcast. Howdy. Ciao for now.